Okay. Ready to start? Sure, we're this back. This is a new podcast episode, right? No, it's old. We've yeah. already done this. We're we just... put this one in the can months ago. Uh, oh, <laughs> at my mom's house. That's why the background's different. Right. Said no one. Oh, uh, the much hated background. I've, I've seen your comments. I hear you. This is temporary. The background will be changed. They didn't like mine? No. They said it was like a magic eye or something. I don't know. I oh. think some people would upset some. But... No, but I think because it's blinds and like some horizontal like and the vertical horizontal. stripes. And... Yeah. Don't hey. at me. I'm just trying We're my best. We're doing the best we can. Yeah. No, this is a temporary set for opinions that don't matter. It, <laughs> it is. Um, wow. Yeah. So much energy. I'm a, like almost I'm, exhausted from all of your energy. I'm about to uh, rip into this coffee. So we shall yeah, see. Sean's had a rough bit. Okay. There's a lot to catch up on. I feel like we have quite a lot to tell people about. Do you feel the same? Meh. So... Clearly, I'm going to have to bring this whole podcast through myself because Sean is not assisting in any way. <laughs> uh, we're only 30 seconds 30 in. 30 seconds in. But we've moved to Texas. We are in Austin, Texas, and we moved into a new home, hence the temporary background. Yeah. And because, frankly, other rooms are filled with boxes and we have to get furniture that will work for podcasting because this kitchen table actually does not work very well, but we don't really have another option right now i guess we could have moved it over in front of the curtain window and been so like, many new sets to use no eh, yeah wrong. so we're going to be setting up in a different room we're actually going to have a nice background we're going to roll out the podcast nicely we're going to have new chairs to sit in we'll maybe have a new little desk for our arms to get clamped onto uh the podcast arms mm -hmm. and it's going to be great uh, i'm looking forward to actually set decorating which I didn't think I would, but I, I think it'll be fun to it will actually be fun. design a little space. We've never purchased furniture with the explicit. Well, no, we purchased a, a plant, I suppose. And we those had to two give that stools. plant away. We did, we you guys. Re, we reforested the plant. We sent it back we out had, for nature. Yeah, fiddle leaf. Felicia, the fiddle leaf went with jewels. We re, we what, what do we call it? Repotted. Refostered. Refostered. We repotted. Repotted. Uh, actually, she did repot it and put it in our red pot. That was beautiful. Right. But anyway. A lot has happened. Fiddle Leaf went to Felicia. And then we had this other... Fiddle Leaf went to Felicia, huh? Or Fiddle Leaf went to Jules. Felicia went to Jules. Sorry. And then what was our neighbor? Was she Serbian or no, Persian? Uh, yeah, she's from uh, Iran. She's Iran yeah, Iranian. Anyway, we had this little old lady that lives she next door. She was awesome. Yeah. I will tell you this. I did have a bit of a... Um, competition with her she didn't know she was part Sean of the competition makes up, yeah but it's like you know when you're if you're on the treadmill and you look over and you see someone else is maybe going a little faster maybe a little longer so you you you're competing silently with the person mm -hmm. well in our apartment complex there was her mm -hmm. and myself and we both you know planted plants outside not a lot of people did some people did but she There's was directly like in front four of, us. of you total that yeah. planted plants and uh, she like was 20. very good at it very good oh uh, the passion fruit <sighs> That was a beautiful oh, plant, and they the chopped it down in the blues. prime of its life. The, yeah, the uh, we were all sad. Jules, the powers that be at the apartment complex, because mm -hmm. um, we were all looking forward to getting passion fruit. Anyway, so she remember and I she were, was like, I, I was hoping they'd have your mercy on a little old lady. So I was like, please, please don't cut it down. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> we but really, she grew we an really avocado tree. Uh, I had been growing one for several years, and she then she got into the avocado too. game. Remember the orange mm -hmm. tree too? She she grew a lot of things, you guys, and she was lovely and we got along with her. And anyway, she'd lived just across the way. And so when we were putting stuff in the car, she was like, no, I wish you guys weren't going. And she was so sweet. She said, Katie, I really wish you'd stay. Him, 
gone. No. That's what she said. She was like, I love you guys. Yeah. It made me, made me very, I was very clipped. Yeah. She was super sweet. Anyway, while we were moving, I realized quickly that we had too much shit for our car and our rubber plant was not going to fit. Right. The beautiful rubber plant. Um, we spent so much on that. Well, it was a set decoration. It was. And, and I've never needed... spent like $200 on a plant. No, God, no. Well, maybe marijuana, but that's a different kind of plant. <laughs> I've never spent that much on that plant either. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But just thought it would slide. But in anyway, and it was in one of those pretty pots. It was a very, it was a beautiful plant, but I, we gave it to her and I felt good about it because I know that Mr. Pink Rubber Plant will have a wonderful life because she has a very green thumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I even brought it into her house for her. Yeah, because she was like, I can't take it. I can't move it. And I was like, Sean, I'll put it in there. And he did. Oh, yeah. It looked great. And then I looked back. And as I was leaving the apartment, I'm sure one of its leaves went like this. Wow. Like, <laughs> so rude. <Yeah. laughs> Flipping me the bird, you yeah. rude rubber No, plant. I think it'll be uh, in, in good hands. It'll be happy. Yeah. And every time she looks at it, she'll remember, you know, mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Her funny, weird neighbors. Mm-hmm. It's really strange. So as we were leaving Santa Monica, I thought I would cry, honestly, as we drove away. I'm, I'm much more emotional than Sean is. But I thought I would cry. Goodbye, mailbox. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, old street. <laughs> it was sad, but there's no love lost on that apartment. We can go back anytime. It's not that far away. No, we can go visit. But It's a lovely place to visit. But a weird thing happened that as we decided to leave and we're packing up, we became much closer friends with our neighbors that we were merely acquaintances with. Yeah. Like Titi, our neighbor. Yeah. And Mindy and Derek. Yeah. I wish I had uh, actually had conversations with these people, you know, not conversations because I had had conversations, but I wish I had spent more time um, hanging out with them. They were great. Wonderful. I think they might come visit us. I know. Well, Fantastic. and Ollie and Renee, we always talk to too, yep. but he's super chatty. Yeah, yeah. But he came by as well when the movers were there. Oh, uh, I am sleeping so well here. And here's why. Why? Tell There's me. no piano above me. <laughs> There's someone not uh, tap dancing with clog shoes on oh at, God, uh, at six, six in, in the, the morning. morning. It'd yeah. be like 5.30 to six. It's all gone. It's so peaceful now. And <sighs> you go outside and you hear cicadas, I think. Remember, we talked about that on a previous oh, episode. Yeah, with Palm Springs. Brood X every 17 years. Oh, yeah. I don't mind. Wouldn't that be like a brood X V line line, like 17? Anyways. Isn't that the name of Elon Musk's child? Yeah. (laughs) Cat runs across keyboard. I thought he did a great job. I thought that was really cute. Elon got a lot of shit uh, for hosting Silent Live. People give him a lot of shit, period. I don't understand. So here's the thing. Here's here's the deal, Sean. I don't understand. Yes, Josephine Biden. I know. Here's the deal. When it became a, I don't know when it became a problem for the American dream to work for some people. Like you have a good idea, you fucking work really hard and then you're successful. And then they're like, shame, right? shame, Bezos, Elon Musk, shame. And I'm like, no, they both actually came from like nothing and then created something amazing. And I don't know about you, but I don't have any good ideas like that. You have a lot of good ideas, Katie. You should, shouldn't be mean to yourself like that. It's like Michael Scott when he has like a uh, toilet. Shula. It's not ready. <laughs> you have a lot. I have a lot of toilet ideas. <laughs> Was it toilet can- toilet hammock or something? Yeah. Catch all the things that fall out of your pocket when you're like, what are you doing, Michael? Anyways, it's not ready. Um, I don't have as good of 
idea. Like I can't create a spaceship that like saves you millions because I it, can. It lands back. It like goes out and come. The bottom comes back and lands. Yeah, that's not hard, Katie. I didn't come up with Amazon. Holy uh, fuck! I did. Like years before that. You ever talk to somebody oh and they're like, "Oh my god." Oh, I had that idea. They tell you, you're like, oh, okay. You know, wh why didn't you execute on that idea? Because there's a big difference between someone who dreams up ideas yep. and then someone who does finishers. Perform. Yeah, finishers. People who do it. But whenever you talk to somebody and they're like, oh, I had that idea. You had the idea for Amazon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sell books online. Dude, I, I talked about this in 1994. I was like, this uh -huh. is going to. My old roommate, Veronica, and I, yeah. we used to just on Friday nights, well, actually, honestly, any night, we would just come up with crazy ideas, right? Mm -hmm. We'd be like, you know what we should make? And we'd just go for hours, what mm -hmm. we should make. And the one thing that we did think of, not that we had any way to do it, we actually tried to talk to her dad because he was in car dealerships and we yeah. were like, maybe he could help us. But the self-parking car. Yeah, but that. I mean, it's not like you invented the idea. No, no. You just thought it but would be I was a good saying, idea to implement it. it. Yes, because we both sucked at parallel parking and at Pepperdine on campus. You either got in the lot if you're lucky. Otherwise, you had to parallel park on a hill. Well, there you go. Mercedes stole that idea from no, you, Katie. We but, should sue them. And I had a stick shift, which makes it even harder. Oh, But sure. anyway, we were like, it'd be so nice if a car would just park itself. And I was like, talk to your dad. He probably knows people in the automobile industry. We should take this all the way. And her dad was like, no. And we so should then, we should start a new company, Katie, uh, called Thought People Incorporated. Thought Police. No, no, not Thought Police. Oh, that police. already exists. That's bad. Sorry. <laughs> the Thought Police are bad. <laughs> thought People Incorporated is good. Mm. See, if you make it a corporation, it's a good thing. No, but, but it's the police. It's a bad thing. But I brought up that idea of the parking car because yes. I would never tell someone I came up with that. Right, right. I would just, we used to just say, we knew it was a good idea because <laughs> nobody likes parallel park you, and a lot of people are bad at it. Do you remember Movie Phone? on seinfeld yes you reached movie phone kramer's phone number was mixed one up one number the, off the with theater the, or something so i think they misprinted in the newspaper or something somebody asked kramer when they called this house press uh, one for the, why don't you just tell me what movie <laughs> yeah i met a guy in la who claimed that he wrote that bit now did he write it i don't know but was he, he actually a successful writer? That no, but he said that he wrote a script, a spec script, and sent it in. I said, but I don't believe. They don't you. really read that stuff. Yeah, I think he was just, you know, grasping a straw, saying, "Oh, I did this, I did that." But but also, I didn't believe him. Well, the thing that's crazy because, I remember Lizzo just had to pay out that person who had the tweet that said, "I did a DNA test and turns out I'm 100 percent that bitch." The, yeah, that I think she jacked that for but sure. Might have, but it's just the crazy thing now that like. Even because I do believe that multiple people can have similar ideas. Yeah, but those were, it was verbatim what Lizzo well, did. Well, she paid her out. She, yeah. But the thing that's funny. You shouldn't have to chase her in court though. You should be like, here's my receipt on Twitter. I wrote this two years ago. Oh, um, mm -hmm. there's a comedian who just got in trouble or sorry, did not get in trouble. Uh, there was a comedian. Sorry, my nose is itchy and I got um, nose. Greg Fitzpatrick. Yeah. He does a podcast yeah, childish with, with Alison Rosen, uh -huh, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Correct. So yes. Greg, um, I guess last week they were posting uh, on Tom Segura, uh, Joe Rogan. Everyone was posting this bit that he was doing on stage. It was okay. really funny. Yeah. I don't remember the bit. I didn't really pay attention. But <laughs> the, the reason why I, I saw it uh, was that online there was chatter everywhere. What a thief. You stole it from uh, from South Park. All the comments underneath uh, Joe Rogan's really? uh, Instagram <laughs> post, as well as Tom's and other people as well. I was like, "Wow, that's pretty." You know, like the 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 cancel culture came for this guy. You know, 
And then he put out a statement, like I think two days later said, guys, listen, I wrote this bit. For South Park? No, he, oh. he didn't even write it for South Park. He, he had, he had uh, talked about it on the Rogan show a year ago or something like this, mm -hmm. right? And he said, you can go back and look in the archives. It's, it's six months before the South Park episode mm. came out. And he said, honestly, uh, I think, not that he was disappointed in people, but you know, he's like- Somebody stole his joke. No, not that someone stole his joke. It's just, he said, people can have similar concepts mm -hmm. for things that are funny because we- We, we live we in the commonality same world. Of, exactly. <laughs> commonality with your humor, you know? Anyways, but- where were we going with this? I don't know. You started that. I don't know where you were going with this. Oh, just, you know, that. Uh, we were talking about similar ideas. I said, I would never say, oh, I came up with the exactly. idea for a but, self park. Oh, so the internet came for this guy and, and they, they were going to cancel him. And, you know, he had to come up with a statement saying, actually, guys, here's my receipt. I, you know, created this bit or I, I spoke these words, you know, mm -hmm. a year previous to South Park. But I'm done with the internet. Until I need to get something, then I'm going to be back on the internet. That's, that's how he works. So addictive. It's got so many good, you know, things. Like if I need something, oh, I did something really dumb. He, you, you did. All right. You guys want to know something dumb? Uh, in my uh, haste to jump on a good deal. We needed a new TV. Right. And need is a very strong word for what we actually did, which isn't that we needed a new TV. Well, our old TV doesn't really work as well as it used to. It, it's got burned in marks on it. So it, that's usually a sign that it's on its way out. Um, I know. And then it would Sean just... Sean wanted a new TV. I would like a new TV. And he wanted a bigger, nicer TV. And that's fine. And I said, okay. And then he and found a good wall, deal. And on wall, it would be like the Michael Scott TV. You know, like <laughs> you have to would, get right up on it. It and... wouldn't be that small, but it would be small. It would so, be small. So anyways, I, I looked and my sister who uh, works at Costco, mm -hmm. uh, who is a very strong advocate, they should pay her more money because they she... Should. She should support. be head of marketing. Yeah. And sales. She should. They should just have she her on her phone. She should be the CEO. Fuck that. Should be the CEO. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, <laughs> I don't she, know if she wants that responsibility, but she was telling me check out Costco for TVs because they've got great deals. Sure enough, they do. Now, Costco carries the middle tier, which is kind of where we are, right? Like, yeah, I'm not getting some $17,000 TV that has QLED MIA plus three, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, part of pixel that of binding, yep. whatever your TV is doing. I don't have that creative eyesight. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. like, it's all lost on me. Yeah. Does it work? Um, yes. So <clears throat> can I, I play want Netflix? A, I just want a TV that's pretty, pretty big or bigger than the one that we have. Right. Yeah. We got a 70 something inch, right? Yeah. We went from a, a 50. It's a 50 inch or other one to a 70. Uh, something. Yeah. So I was very he wanted excited. wanted 82, but wasn't that what you Why wanted? Why not a 95? I said. <laughs> Why are they also those? All right. We'll settle on 85, Katie. But uh, no, but he wanted a, an 80 something and. We found an open box one with nothing wrong with it. I am frugal. For like 200 less or no, no it 400 was like, less. No, it was 580 less. Wow. Yeah. So, and so. here's the other deal. We, so we purchased through a company uh, for mm -hmm. our, our production equipment like this and this yeah. uh, and our camera and everything, right? They have a setup where if you have a credit card with them. You don't have to pay any tax. Sans tax. No none. sales tax. Okay. So, none of it. So, on top of having an open box discount for this TV, oh. We didn't have to pay like 10% tax on it. Yeah. So, oh, they're practically this. giving away the TV. That's, let's be honest, guys. So, no. that's something people are like, they're practically paying me to take this. I'm like, but is money coming out of your pocket? No one's paying but mm, you. It was a lot cheaper than Costco. At the end of the day, end up saving end up us being, like $600. No, end up saving like $800 for everything. Okay, so, Sean's, okay. Mm -hmm. I was excited. Sure. Open box all the way. I've 
bought that's my mo when it comes to electronics get an open box item all it means is that honestly the box had opened and either they pulled it out and put it back it's never been used it's never been used so anyway what, so what model. happened this isn't even the exciting part oh oh, oh yeah well, this was exciting to me, but so <laughs> I, I see the deal. I jump on the deal. I, I he purchase carpe it. Deal him, carpe diem. Carpe diem. Seize the deal. And, uh, it dawns on me two days afterwards that I've shipped it to the old address it, in Santa Monica. It didn't dawn on you. <laughs> Our neighbor sent us a photo. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's the, the shipment comes in two packages. One is the TV bracket that goes to the wall yeah, the holder, and thing. the other is the TV. And the Katie bracket. says, Hey, did you? And I said, Yes, I did. <laughs> well, no, you're idiot. like, oh my God. You said, no, I didn't. You're like, that can't be right. And you're like, I'm going to go check. And I was like, please do. Because Mindy, your neighbor that we talked about how much we love them, sent a photo of this said bracket sitting outside of our apartment door that we don't live at anymore. Yeah. And she said, this is uh, labeled to Sean. Did you guys send it here on accident? What do you want me to do with it? I took it inside. And I was like, thank you take it inside and hold for more instructions <laughs> hold please i'm calling the dumb people in customer service sean <laughs> but we <laughs> but we saved hundreds and hundreds of dollars so if we had to pay an extra 50 to get it back to us i guess yeah. we do it's fine anyways it, it's an adventure i'm so excited uh <laughs> hopefully then, we get it in time for the playoffs for round two because montreal came back yesterday we were down but they're not to round two yet let's not jump well, the no, gun. We, we're not down we have to win every game going forward but the boys are alive. They're playing really good. Uh, it's exciting to watch. The, the The previous game was not exciting. I'm going to be honest. It was kind of flat. Uh, but they found a way yesterday. And Well, let's finish our story. Oh. So yeah. we, it turns out the bracket got delivered to our apartment that we don't live at anymore. It's trying to get off and, this topic. And Mindy's going to ship it to us. Love you. Thank you, Mindy. I don't even know if she knows we have a podcast. And then... Sean was able to have them. We had to pay a little extra. I don't know how much extra. You didn't tell me. They don't know yet. So to the, reroute the TV so that it does because it's already been shipped. Correct. But it is. It's not there yet. It was supposed to arrive like in a week, I think. Yeah, it's in Elizabethtown, Pennsylvania, and so I called the. Uh, well, at least it's all the way over there. Yeah, exactly. I was like, it's not like it's in San Diego. Can you reroute it? Like, don't send it. To, we're not in California anymore. Don't don't send it don't, there. We don't want it. We're so much closer. We Just, can't take it. Yeah. Return to sender. Do it again. Return to sender. Boom, boom, oh, boom, 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 boom. No. Address unknown. Oh, is that what it is? Address boom, unknown? Boom, 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 boom. No such number. No such number. That's why I thought it was. No yeah. such home. Okay, that's good. Boom, 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 Um. So, yeah. So, we don't live there. And thank God we have friends there. Hey, I've got friends in high places. Low places and high places. They're actually in the upper floor, yeah, so on, high places. Yeah, they're on the upper floor. <laughs> Oh, boy, oh boy. We, we have so much to talk places. about. How do we catch up the audience with everything that's been happening? Um, We'll have to read some of their letters. I We're moving catch again. Did, can you believe this? I want to catch up with them and their letters. But what is it like to have more space? For me? Mm -hmm. It's a little echoey, as you can hear. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll isolate this audio. It'll be better next uh, week. That's why I'm trying to talk low and close to the microphone. Oh. Yeah, it's a new microphone technique. I, mm. uh, I heard that if you put it's your called hand... Radio man. Radio man. But it's nice. It's lovely. I think I'm institutionalized by living in such a small place in you Santa keep Monica. You saying that, but I don't know what that means. Uh, like I'm conditioned to live in a small space. So for instance, I was uh, trying to make food yesterday. Or, uh, okay, well, I was trying to make eggs and toast today. Mm -hmm. 
and I did not know where to a make it. Do I make it by the sink, which is always where I made my food? <laughs> well, that's in the, the only place we had to make but it. Now there's like another counter. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Mm. I, it's you know, true. my eyes were darting between the counter and the other counter. Sean's not very good at making decisions either, by the way. No. And then I'm like, <laughs> okay, so I went to the cabinet and I got, uh, or no, I grabbed the salt and pepper and then I went and I, I went and got the eggs and then I was like, oh, I got to get the, I, I took like a thousand steps just to make <laughs> eggs this got morning. Got all his steps in. I got all my steps in. It was great. Um, there is a little adjustment to that, but I think. I don't know where anything is. So it's like a game of memory. He's which not I, doing very well. <laughs> no, I'm like, where are the plates? Where am I? What room is this? No, <laughs> not that it's that big, but like I did it's move so much the bigger than our, our two bedroom apartment. Oh you know, my like, God, you guys. It's and like if you three count the living room, the it was space. three bedrooms, you know, in Santa Monica, really. I mean, yeah. No, it was, it was, it was tight. Three, three rooms, maybe four rooms in our Santa Monica. Our master bedroom is this as big. at least two more rooms. So. Our master bedroom is as big as our whole kitchen, living room, and bathroom of the other place. Yep. Um, <laughs> it feels darn good. I'll tell you that. Uh, one because darn tootin'. darn tootin it feels pretty good we spent a decade uh sweating it out literally uh working literally. our buns off um i still got a lot of buns to work off but yeah <laughs> i got extra buns you and me both uh <laughs> being on the road for a month it took yeah. us a month to move uh by the way well and so, it's a part of that so i made a mistake you didn't make a mistake honey you were doing a great job no it's but just i made like, a bad choice you didn't make a bad choice honey you just I made a bad choice. So because I haven't moved across the country before and actually had movers ever, other than when I got relocated from Orange County up to Santa Monica for work and they paid to relocate me, which was a one day move. I had movers, but I didn't, it was nothing like this, you know? And so we were, because in the home buying process, you have like a close date and then it's all contingent upon things working out. Well, because Texas and everywhere is just crazy busy, we couldn't get an appraiser to come out to the house in time with the broker we were working with. I don't want to get too in the weeds. If you haven't bought a house, all these words are just like, needless to say, what happened is our closing date moved for two weeks. And so we had already scheduled the movers. We'd already started packing shit up. Honestly, I was told that we might still close on time, but we needed the extra buffer. So I didn't really know what that meant. And so when that was happening, they told me to call the movers and see if I can either change my move date, which costs us money, or if they are able to hold our stuff for a longer period of time. Yeah, we're basically hedging our bets, right? And when I called the movers, he's like, oh, you get 30 days free storage with the price that you're already paying, which is like thousands. It's so expensive to move you guys. And if you move it two weeks, it's going to cost you 600 maybe a thousand dollars. I don't know if we have availability. So I'm like, Oh fuck. So then I'm, I'm like, okay, well, we'll just keep it as is. I'm like, whatever, we'll figure out those two weeks, but not really realizing that that meant that our fridge was gone and we were like on a blow up bed and we legitimately had like no furniture. I, you know, I just didn't think it through. And I think in the end it would have actually, I don't know, maybe saved us money just to push it out two weeks because we still had the apartment for those two weeks. We didn't put in our notice right away because I didn't want to be without a home. But long story short, I learned my lesson just to to never have the movers even come until you've like closed on the house, I guess, because then that's why we end up in Tucson for two weeks was that period. Tucson. Sean keeps saying it that way. And I'm like, it's spelled that way. I was like, please stop because then I'm going to start saying Tucson to people and then I'm going to be embarrassed by well, myself. It shouldn't be T-U-C-E. S-O-N. It should be T-U-S-C-O-N. Hey, words. 
I was waiting for the moment to drop it on someone from Tucson, mm-hmm. like just to pretend a, that you yeah, pretend we like have I a lot know. of Tucson and Phoenix people in yeah, our audience. But I, I didn't find the opportunity to drop that in a mm-hmm. conversation. I was going to say, boy, oh boy, Tucson sure is hot. You know, something like that yeah. when we were at dinner. Uh, and, you know, but people I, were so lovely there. They were actually, so nice. I really love Tucson. I, you know, so it ended up actually being fun. I thought that about there. Tucson as well. I thought, what a cute town. People yeah. were super nice. It was clean. It was hip. Mm-hmm. Um, even the homeless people were clean and hip. They were. <laughs> there weren't that many. Remember homeless the people. dude who was raking the the rocks? Yes, that was he, was, he was like cleaning things up, but I don't really know to what effect. It was I don't interesting. Know. He All was along the railroad. The he was, yeah, he was working along the railroad. Work, uh, I'm a working on the railroad. Um, he was. But he there was, was good at it too. The Barrio Brewery was like we were next living to our in, Airbnb in an area called the Barrio, which is really Spanish cute. for the Barrio, the barrio. Uh, neighborhood. <laughs> no, the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the barrio was a dope little spot. And we were in an industrial, uh, light industrial complex. And there were some homes with like rolling gates. It was really cool. Yeah. I honestly, when we showed up, I was like, oh my God, like, is this safe? Like, it just looked, it was, it was not. a bit sketch when we drove in. But then once you're there, you're like, oh, and we had a little neighbor in our same uh, complex. Yeah. And he was really nice. And anyway. Had a dog. And oh, I almost stole a dog, you guys. I feel bad. Husky. I was like. Hmm. It wasn't even a husky. It was, it was a mix. Weird. It had really, really long legs. Yeah. Good gams. Yeah. He was, he had all the gams. He was super cute. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, um, it actually ended up being fun that we had to stay in Tucson. I enjoyed it. We went it's for great. a hike and people were like, oh my God, it was so hot. And it was like 89 that day. We were fine. It was hot, but. Yeah. But eating food on the road for uh, that period of time, although we, you know, we had, had a, a, little, yeah. a little kitchenette, but um, I am ready just not to go out and eat anymore. I I well, he'll, he'll say it. that and then in like a week or two, he'll be like, I want to go out. I want to go out. Yeah. But you like to have the option, just not the force. I can't it. be trusted with a menu at a restaurant. Um, as soon as someone says, would you like a salad or fries? What do you think I'm choosing? Or they, they have chicken wings. Right. Can't say no. It's like uh, Superman and kryptonite. I'm not saying, look, don't look at me like that. I'm not <laughs> saying that I'm Superman. But, <laughs> but when it comes to, uh, you know, French it, fries. Well, and it also just gets mm, to be a lot. Wings. Mm. So, my hey, what mom, are you doing tonight? You want to, after the podcast, you want to? No, I was telling my mom that we were just excited to not eat out anymore. And she goes, it all starts to taste the same. And I was right. like, that's exactly it. Is that a sodium bomb? Well, no, it's not. I don't even think it's that. It's not even about the health or not. It's French fries and chicken wings. Well, of course, but it's also, <laughs> I mean, those are choices that you make. But I think to me, it's like, first of all, I haven't been able to even stretch or do yoga at all, which is making me lose my mind because we had no space, Right. And I don't like to not have the choice to make food at home because there are things that I like that we make or I feel good about, you know. Also, like, I don't like the way it looks on the bank account. Like yeah. it's so much better or so much better for your your health and your pocketbook, your, pocketbook, yeah. your financial health to uh, to eat at home. Yeah. Um, I, some people eat out all the time, but mm-hmm. I don't know how they do that. It's crazy. My only complaint about the area that we live in Austin is that there isn't like a bagel shop like around the corner. Ah. <laughs> Montreal bagels. I that really would be love the, it. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, uh, Gold ooh. Belly does that. You can order them. Mm-hmm. You can freeze them. Yep. But uh, when it comes to bagels, I'm rather particular. And I like them to be fresh, hot, just coming out of the oven, a little bit of a crisp to the shell, you know, and then you toast them. Oh, that's what I want. I don't want to have them, you know, it's not bad to have them in the freezer and then retoast them and everything, but to get them fresh when they come out of that wood fire oven. Everything's better fresh, like bread when it's warm. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. let's just be honest. But since we don't have the ability to make bagels here, uh-uh. 
uh, we have to settle for what's available and we don't have any around the corner. So I was bummed about that. But there is a Starbucks and there are dunks. Got the dunks. Waffle uh, house. There's a lot of waffle houses. Yeah, in waffle the... houses all over. Yeah. It's very popular. Oh, and something interesting. And then let's get into their emails because that's important. They're going to be but old though. These these letters matter. are not going to be relatable. I'm just kidding. Oh, I mean, they're but gonna... they're like months or like a month old. They're going to be fine. Half. Okay. It's going to be fine. I hope you guys aren't offended that we haven't read your letters in a while. I'm, I was afraid that, well, you know, would... we'd come back to this and, and we wouldn't have an audience that people would be Sean, gone. Come on now. I'm serious. It's not like they're camped out somewhere waiting. Yeah. We got a great take uh, the stage. note from, um, Marguerite. Uh -huh. uh, she said, Hey, uh, looking forward to you guys coming back. So that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy. And I, I saw that. That was the note. Thanks, yeah, it was, it Thanks was Marguerite. Nice. I think there was like a couple of hearts too. Perfect. But, Heart you know, emoji. seeing that sort of comment, you're like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, one quick announcement before we jump into letters, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, is that a train? It is a train. I hear the train coming. It's coming around. Is it coming end. towards us? I don't know. Oh I, my I didn't realize we had a train that close, but yeah. I'm learning new things. It's a little, I, I just add the effect in uh, post-production. <laughs> it doesn't really exist, but. Um, so, yeah, we talked about this previously, I think around episode 50 something um, about setting up a discord server mm. for our community, because uh, oftentimes I, I just find the tools inside of YouTube are fine for communicating, but um, well, it's not I, really a conversation. Comments aren't conversation. Exactly. And I wanted a place for us to hang out. And I've been looking at discord as a place for us as a community to hang out because there's so many people uh, submitting great art. How do you and, set it up? You just set up. Is it like setting up a Reddit board? Like you set up a discord I'm what not that technically that? savvy, uh, but well, I did set one like up. you acted like you knew. Okay. Well, I set one yeah. up. Uh, yeah. So we have, yeah. Da, 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 da. That was the big unveil, right? Oh, uh, we have an OTDM really uh, Discord marketing. now. And I'll put the link in the description below. Uh, feel free to join it. And it's a place to hang out. You'll see there's different channels that you can talk on. Talking is basically like a running thread, right? You just, okay. you can is leave it, comments. It's almost like a... It's like Instagram, uh, but mm -hmm. a bunch of different threads. You'll see it when you get in there. And um, it, you mean like Slack? It's like it, Slack channels. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Okay. Like Slack. Uh, but you can post photos. And oh, I think you can do that on Slack mm -hmm, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's basically like Slack, <laughs> but they call it Discord. Uh, but I think it's cool. It's good for a community. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, we'll see. They offer it, it on works. Patreon, I've seen. They're always telling me to turn it on, but I'm like, I don't I want to manage that right now. Yeah, I just it's don't a, have the time. It's a place to hang out and chat and share your artwork and cool, um, cool, cool. for our community. So uh, hop into Discord. Boy, I should not Discord. be a salesperson nope. for Discord. Mm -mm, mm -mm. You would have said, you know, we were talking about something a couple weeks ago, a way for us to connect. And guess what? It's here. Et voila. There you go. That's a better sales pitch. All right. Um, okay. So. Can I have a letters? Uh, vowels or consonants? Mm, consonants. Everybody likes the vowels. M, N. Okay. Let me see here. I am going to pull it, up some letters. What is it? R-S-T-L-N-E that they give you? Yeah, those are the important ones. On wheel. Oh. Oh my gosh. Fortune. Um, so I'm not sure how far back this goes. I'll but find it. There's quite a few, okay. Okay. There we that go. Coffee's making me sweat. Okay, cool. So we're back to April 19th. Do -do -do -do. I, do -do -do. I never like this thing. Like a month and a half. Yep. You can pivot it. So it goes. You know. I just, I don't like it in general is what I'm saying. Okay. This is from Tanisha. Hello, Tanisha. 
Dutch girl with an Indonesian name. Oh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Name stories. Mm. I'm excited. Okay. I'm so excited. Okay. It says, hi, Katie, Sean, staff writers, and all those listening. Howdy do. Howdy do, Tanisha. I'm writing from to you all the way from the Netherlands. I loved the Netherlands. I mean, given we only went to Amsterdam, mm-hmm. but would go back and hurt. It's right next to Colombia, by the way, which is a fantastic part of the world. Not true at all. Okay. It's close to, what's it called? Denmark. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's also close to Germany. Yeah. A lot of places seem to be close to Germany. It's a pretty big place. It's a very big, a very big... Uh, they, they call Germany the Texas of Europe. I that's think. not true. No? Okay. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I, I believe you haven't had a Dutch person write in yet, but correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if we have or not. Maybe. Oh, we have. Uh, there there are some Dutch folk out there. Um, I don't think Mal Rain has written in, but we have oh, others. Oh, that's true. She hasn't. Yeah. So, but we have other Dutch people, but I don't know, Tanisha, you might be correct. I would trust you over our memories. That's something we're going to be doing on the Discord server. So if you are a uh, correspondent from other parts mm. of the world on OTDM, there's a place for you to put your name, where you're from. Um, we have a little list that we're building. Um, can they, know, put, can they create the their name? Like I'm Tanisha. I am the Dutch correspondent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <gasps> you can put it in your, you, you get a profile so you can, oh, you can build your profile. Right? Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Also, uh, is it Jeremy or David? I think it was David. David uh, redacted? I think David had uh, built the little form for people to fill out, which was mm. a Google form. I remember, but I don't remember who it was. It was really cool. It's just that we, you know, me, I dropped the ball on everything. No, we just were busy. We had like a lot of moving and shaking. But we're going to pick it up and it's actually going to be moved into uh, the... Oh, the Discord? The Discord. So uh, we'll we'll talk about this more as, as the podcast gets settled, guys. We're going to be in another room. Ooh, ah. No more magic eye. Yeah, no more magic eye behind us. And then we're going to have some new features. So uh, we'll be able to better kind of see where we are around the world. (gasps) And then wait for the signal. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Okay. Yes. I'm a longtime listener, but this time I thought I'd share a story. The story of my name. Okay. So my name is Tanisha, which is Indonesian. I can hear you thinking, you must have some foreign relatives or be foreign yourself in some way. Well, I hate to disappoint. But I am 100% Dutch. Hmm. So. Are you like ha- seven feet tall? I think all people in the Netherlands are All people, are like, they're tall and slender. They're, they're the tallest people in the world. Did you know that? Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah, I, I noticed. Think- I felt short there and I never really feel. I mean, I'm not that I'm tall. I'm 5'7". It's not like I'm like 6'1 or anything. But It's odd though. I don't know why they would be so tall because their neighbors are normal height. And then the Scandinavians, I think sometimes are, Jeans are, are a little a shorter. Thing. Uh, not they're all Swedes short. Swedes are tall sometimes, uh, aren't they? Yeah, I guess they're... I just don't know why Scandinavian or by uh, why Dutch people. Uh, thank you. I can't speak. That was the first time I stumbled during the podcast, which I'm. You're proud of. I'm very proud of it. Five gold stars I for you. I speak very well bow, today. Bow, 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 bow. But no, mm-hmm. I don't understand why people from the Netherlands are uh, so tall. Does anybody know that? Stunning. Tell us. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm 100 Dutch. So how did I get my name? You ask. Yes. How. My parents looked in a book of baby names and liked this one. There you have it. My name origin story. (laughs) (laughs) My parents uh, had a tough time figuring things out. So they just looked in a book. I learned it from a book. (laughs) (laughs) However, they were planning on naming me something else. I've heard that from a lot of people that their parents planned on naming them something else. Even my friends, they'd have two names picked. And and you're like, nope, doesn't look like a Steve. That's not Steve. That's a Chris. Yeah. You can just see it. You know it. Yeah. You know it when you see it. Okay. 
So, um, they were planning on naming me something else. My mom loved the name Mirtha, M Y R T H E. I've never heard that name before. Pronounced M Y R T H E. Oh, I've never heard like that Mirth. Before. But it says pronounced M I R dash T dot dash U H. So Mirtha. Mirtha or Mirtha. Mm. But when she was pregnant with me, she felt like the name was too sweet for the feisty little me. So they decided on Tanisha. Give you a little sass to match. <laughs> oh, is that sass? Sass to match your feisty nature. I appreciate Four that. Four snaps in a Z formation. Bam. Oh my God. It was so funny. <laughs> um, our friends, Mindy and Sean. McKnight, I don't know if you know uh, their channels. They have a channel called Cute Girls Hairstyles. Anyway, their da- daughter Paisley graduated from elementary school. Okay. And she was walking by. They're like, you know, on Instagram showing her graduation. And she's walking out with her classmates. And Mindy's like, oh, look at her come. And then it comes to the next door. And she's like, so much sass. And she walks by and she's like, <sighs> she's like frustrated by something. And she like <sighs> pushes off. It was really funny. That's Made cute. me think of this. <laughs> I'm not interested. Okay. I get asked a lot how I got my name. Often I respond with, I got it for my birthday. Ah, that's smart. (laughs) That is witty. Mm -hmm. You're witty, Tanisha. They didn't expect that answer at all and react with a faint laugh. Oh, I think it's very funny. I laughed wholeheartedly. Love to watch people's faces when I do tell them about the book of baby names, though. They always expect some kind of story, and I don't really have one. I think most people don't really have one. I mean, we have like my mom, my mom was like a cartoon. There's a story, but it's not always an exciting one, right? Yeah. Eh, We threw a a dart at a wall of names and uh, we picked yours. Well, even my friend Joanna, I think I talked about this before, but because she's Australian and her husband's American, she wanted the name to sound good with both accents. Mm -hmm. And so it took a little while for them to agree on names that sounded good with both. And she, my name was actually one that was up with Jade, her daughter. She was like, I actually like your name. Would that bother you? And I was like, no, I'd be honored. Mm. It wasn't named after me. It was just like, she liked my name. It wasn't, you know, I don't own Katie. Okay. I like the got it for my birthday. It's a good one. Anyways, I got bullied a lot in school because my name was so different. What? And a German last name didn't make it any easier. Wouldn't they know? I thought Mal Rain said that. Dutch is like dirty German. No, it's a Germanic language. Mm-hmm. Like English is a Germanic language. It does sound like dirty too. German. When she said that, I was like, ah, yes. I, I, I would assume that they have similar structure and grammar and uh, mm-hmm. there's some root words. and But I think it's its own language altogether. Oh, so. okay. So I guess the German last name didn't make it any better. Mm. That wasn't fun. But as an adult, I'm learning to appreciate my name little by little. It's funny. I've never hated my name, but a lot of people do. Like my friend Jamie Putman hated her name. Well, um, she's like, everybody's named Jamie. Oh, her first name. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the last name that she didn't like. Oh, no, she like, got married. Now it's different, but yeah. it was just funny. To change me. it. Eh. Pull a, pull a Prince move, you know, and mm. a symbol. I'll be a symbol. Yeah. Be like Elon Musk's daughter or son. Right. Is it a son or daughter? And I, I thought that was a great joke. It's a great Cat joke. Cat runs across keyboard. Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. know, I love it. Yeah. Okay. I hope you like my story. I feel like it was kind of all over the place. No, not at all. It was wonderful. So I hope it made sense. I can also provide you with plenty of bike stories. Yes. Do well, as send those in. Someone from the Netherlands, they are bike <sighs> crazy. And I thought I was a good cyclist until I went there. And uh, I, I did okay. But I was also... Was uh, that when you were in Denmark, not in the Netherlands? No, I, uh, it happened... In oh, Copenhagen. you're right. It was in Denmark. Because ah, I didn't... They all right. looked the same. Because I did not do the bike tour that like Tyler and them did. Yeah. Remember, we opted not to. Right, right, right. 
But after coming back, walking on the sidewalk, I was like hyper aware because there are sidewalks in Amsterdam. And I don't know if this is all through the Netherlands. I'd assume it's more city based. But they had like a sidewalk where you walk and then one was red and one was green. And I forget, I think red was the bikes and green was the walk. Lord only knows. It could have both been for bikes. One's like to go one way and the other way. And I'm like about to get killed. But that's the thing is like, you have to make sure you're walking in the right place or someone will run you over. And they like ching, ching, ching as they get close. Oh yeah. Okay. So in moving here, I'm a little confused by some of the way the the roads work. Mm -hmm. And this is only a couple of states over from California. And Mm -hmm. I've been around the United States, but there are slight variants. The further you go from home, the stranger the roadways go or become. And when you hit Europe, well, cars are tiny. No, no first disrespect of all. to Europe, but you guys have some some things that are a lot different than than mm-hmm. what we're accustomed to here, and I'm sure vice versa. They probably oh, come in and they're like, "What the heck is that?" Also, we have huge vehicles compared. The honestly, right. everyone's even, driving a tank in North America. Even though Australia, you're driving on the the other side of the road. It was the most like America. Absolutely. GM is there. That's mm-hmm. why. And they're also, it's a massive continent, right? Yeah. Like They have space. Like we have space. When you look at motorcycles, it's a good example. In Europe, a lot of mm-hmm. compact bikes or Asia uh, compact bikes. Mm-hmm. You come to America and you have these giant Harleys because you have freeways that. They have so much space. Yeah. You got to ride cool. a sofa down the freeway. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But in, mm-hmm. in Europe, everything's really tiny. Like. If you've never except gone to, for the Dutch, they are giants. No, but everything else is tiny. If you've never gone to Europe and you're in from the U.S. or Australia, when you go, all I can tell you is it will behoove you to bring a small suitcase. Behoove you, you say? Well, because you can barely get in the elevators with your big suitcase, your oh, big yeah. American size suitcase, and my big fat can. I know because we, we can said. barely He's fit. Like, hey, Mister, uh, you're not going to fit. He said Remember, it in they French, were like, which was very, it sounded fancier, but mm-hmm. you know, basically translate to like, hey, Mister, you're not going to fit in the elevator with that giant suitcase and your big fat can. That's and I was like, merci, bonjour, the doors closed, <laughs> but they didn't really close. They went. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they were like, oh, we could probably put it up the freight elevator, and I was like, they told us that we could go in the freight elevator and the bags could go in the regular elevator. I was like. So, and I think we didn't end up doing that. I just sent the, the bag. I think you I went up. I carried them up the stairs. It was like faulty towers. It was, it was such a strange staircase. No, we went in the elevator with the, and then we you just went separate. But anyways, all I'm telling you is that everything is smaller and the rooms and hotels are smaller. And so having your big ass suitcase, being so American, sometimes not so good. Howdy partner. Where do I put my suitcase? <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> and that's what I said when, because mm-hmm. that's what they expect. That that's what they want to hear. I don't think so. What yeah. are they? Pew, pew, pew. Hey, partner! <laughs> they they think. They, okay, I'll just I'll drop that. But you know, What's you want to char- give people what they expect, right? So you What's show that up. Character. Uh, Yosemite Sam. Yosemite Sam. I was like, I don't think people think. Darn it, varmints! Bar- <laughs> what in tarnation's going on here? It's so funny because the British girl they used to nanny for, yeah. when they would pretend to do an American accent, it always sounded Southern. Right. And I was like, how come you're in Louisiana all of a sudden? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> it was so bad. But they were trying to not talk with their British accent and it was not going well. Okay. Um, so she can provide plenty of bike stories. If you guys are interested, we are very interested. Yes. After all, the Netherlands is the place to be if you want to ride a bicycle. I like to ride my bicycle. 
I like to ride my bike. The voice of an angel, everyone. Says, thank you, Katie and Sean, for the amazing podcast. It's always the highlight of my week. Take care, everyone. Kind regards, Tanisha. Thank you, Tanisha from Tahiti. No, where? Uh, Indonesia, but by way of the Netherlands. She's 100% Dutch. (laughs) Don't confuse people. We just went through this. All right. Well, you're now our correspondent from Indonesia, unfortunately. I wouldn't even have known that Tanisha was an Indonesian name. I didn't either. I thought it was just a normal name. Yeah, just a name. But I mean, I'm sure they all have their own origins. Like, I don't know where the name Katie came from or if it only derives from Catherine. Oddly enough, it's also an Indonesian name. Wow. I had trouble with that word. (laughs) (laughs) Indonesian. You fought through it. It worked out. I I fought it. I stumbled. Mm -hmm. Recovered. Yep. Not really. Okay. Okay. This is from Jessica. Ah, it feels good. I it know. feels good. I'm it's good. just it's good to be back, baby. To tripping over my words. I'm, I'm feeling like I'm back in the saddle. Yeah. <laughs> back in the saddle again. Oh my god. Sean's addicted to Well, not addicted, but enjoys. I am a very big fan of Rain Wilson. Uh, I think that he is an exceptional actor and AKA it, Dwight on the office, if you did not know. Right. And it, he has a podcast out, and I highly recommend checking it out. It may not be for you. It's uh, not for me. <laughs> but to hear uh, a narrative podcast, I've never tuned into one. It's like old school radio, right? Where you had a serial where it's, every week yeah, you have like a new episode. It's like listening to a story. Like it has nothing to do with Rain Wilson. It's a it's a made up character. Who's What's his, his name? Uh, Terry Carnation. Carnation. Yeah. Dark Air with Terry Carnation. Starring Terry Carnation. Written by Terry Carnation. So- not to be confused with Terry Carnation's carnation air you know he's it, anyways it's, so it's a great silly. show but I he just, pretends to warm up for his quote-unquote fake radio show by going and so sean keeps doing that well he does it as uh dwight schrute in one of his uh he, he, right before he goes on his radio interview when but they're it's messing not with mama no but it's something similar he does a pity patter he has like a thing he does he thrusts his fist against the post and still insists he sees a ghost he it, thrusts his fist against it's the something post. like that yeah <laughs> She sells seashells down by the that's seashore. That's one of my favorite episodes where he goes on that radio, sh- like a radio interview that's not a real radio interview. Oh, it's so good. They are you the wearing? Acting. Are you wearing buttons? You need to take that <laughs> off. <laughs> He's like sitting in his underwear. <laughs> uh, okay, yes. into Jessica's email. Hey, Jessica. You're so fine. You're so fine. I'm just kidding. Okay, the title of this: Girls Camp. And snipe hunting. Ooh. I've already heard of snipe hunting. If you haven't, get ready. Buckle up. Dear Katie and Sean, how are you doing? Dear so, Jessica, okay. I'm doing fine. We're doing great. Thank you very much. So, okay. I have a story. We were at girls camp and some of the girls decided that we were going to go snipe hunting. Mm. I knew I'd heard of it because my brother's my brothers did. I just didn't know what it was. So anyways, they told us to grab a pillowcase. They always have them grab a pillowcase. Well, what I, else are you going to put the snipe in? Or like a net and get ready. So we walked into the woods with our pillowcases in hand. And I can't remember what they told us, but they said that the snipe coming in, the snipe was coming into the pillowcase. So they made us close our eyes and then they left and we were all confused. And like after five or 10 minutes, um, we were like, I think they left us. And finally we understood that they had in fact left. Okay. So if anybody doesn't know, snipe hunting is like fake. There are no such things as snipes, but parents do it. Parents do it or people like camp counselors do it to kind of have fun. with. It's it's like like initiating somebody who's not really out 
outdoorsy, right? So you tell a person who's not outdoorsy, hey, mm-hmm. buddy, uh, we're going out hunting. Do you want to go? Mm-hmm. And the person's like, of course I'd they like to go. They did it on Cheers. Yeah, they, they sent- took Fraser Crane snipe hunting. And then you ditch the person or you 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 basically play a prank, right? Yeah, you, you like have like, them crouching in a dirty corner of the woods for like 20 minutes yeah, or an hour. snipe, 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 snipe. You give them a call or, you know. And then they're, yeah. Oh, oh, I can hear it. Did you hear it? Maybe you should. Go out yeah, a little yeah. further. Wait, go out there. Then you can get, and they'll go, and then they leave. Them. On Cheers, they ditch Fraser, right? It's like mm-hmm. uh, Cliff, Norm, uh, Sam, uh, I think Woody. Was Woody on that at that point, or was it Coach? Anyways, it doesn't matter. They they come back, and they're laughing. Mm-hmm. But Fraser is dating Diane, and they're like, she's kind of mad because they ditched but her boyfriend. he liked it because he was part of something. Like, right. He got to be part of Come on, world. guys. Let's go back out. He, he, mm-hmm. he plays a joke, and Diane's like, Fraser. Like when he finally makes it back to the bar, right? He's like, I know. I know, but you know, now I'm going to have he my gets revenge. Uh-huh. Anyway, and, uh, it's very good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so back the line, in- uh, uh, Diana, man does not stand in the woods alone for hours on end, and not- holding a bag and not have a revelation or two. <laughs> I know they're playing a trick on me. I will get my revenge. You uh-huh. know, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Like I'm not an idiot, yeah. you know? Okay. Yeah. So back into Jessica's story. Okay. Jessica is at summer camp mm-hmm. and she is they snipe, took them hunting. snipe hunting and they've left them. Okay. And about five or 10 minutes after they're like, I think we've been left out here. Right. Cause none of the adults are here. None or of Jessica. the camp counselors. Okay. So we went back in and this one girl put something into her pillowcase and said, I actually caught one. And she waited around like she'd caught one. Look, look. And, um, and when we got at home, I told my mom and she just laughed because she thought I knew that they were fake because my brothers always talked about going. So every time I watch the movie, I just, la- oh, oh, watch up the movie. I just well, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, but it's they funny. Must have gone snipe so she it. was so believable that she even believed that she caught the snipe. Oh. She was like, oh my God, I guess she caught someone. That's really funny. So every time I watch that movie, I just laugh. Okay. One more thing I wanted to tell you about was my son's name. It is Terrence. One day when I was pregnant, I was watching Tinkerbell and Terrence is the pixie dust fairy. Plus he has all the magic and I just love that name anyway. So I didn't have a boy's name in mind and I thought I love that. And that's how his name came about. That's interesting. Terrence is a badass name. That's a cool one. You know, like, yeah. Uh, remember Terrence Trent Darby? He was like no. a British musician in the 80s. Terrence is just a cool name. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but you know, it's, it's cool. Like, Oh, hey, what's up? It's Terrence. How you doing? Yeah, you could go by Terry too if you wanted to, but that reminds me of that funny joke where you're like, it's a meme for the Oregon Trail. And it's like, Terry, isn't that a girl's name? And it goes, you died from dissing Terry. <laughs> That's one of my favorite memes of all time. But Terrence is a cool name. And I think Terry's a nice a nice name too. T-Boz. T, T-Roz. T, I don't know. Lots of things. Rance. What's up, Rance? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'd be like, so don't many- ever call me that again. My name is <laughs> T-Dog. Says, thanks for all you guys do. Keep it up. And I sent you a present. So I hope that you get it in the mail. Oh, get my mail before um, you leave. If not. Oh, wait, no. So I hope you get it in the mail before you get my email. If not, surprise. And I hope you love it. I think Jessica's the one that sent us those beautiful pillowcases. Oh, but okay. I could be wrong. No, no, no. I, I, I think, think it's you're you. right. Yeah. Jessica, you let me know in the comments. Is it you? Because those were amazing. Yes. Um, they successfully made it to Texas. But <laughs> the way it works is we packed everything up and we don't know where anything is. And so yeah. they're in a box somewhere because I opened them unpacking. and was like, oh, there they were. It was in a kitchen box because oh, okay. I, I think I wrapped You've some glasses in it. it. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. But anyways, thank you, Jessica. Those were beautiful and we love them. Okay. Ooh. Ooh la la. Next letter. Yes. Almost as exciting as snipe hunting. Yeah. 
Southern Baptist Immersion. Southern Baptist Immersion, you say? Christian, here we go. Let's dig right into it. Hey, Katie and Sean. Hi, Christian. Nice to meet you. Howdy do. My family moved to the... Oh, the name is Christian. Christian. Oh, I thought you were saying it's a Christian story. Oh, no, no. We're going to... Okay. It, I thought a, we were getting into Christian chat. We are I getting mean, into Christian chat, are. but like it's not. But, but the name Southern of the person Baptist, is Christian. So, okay. Or maybe Kristen, not Christian. Sorry. Kristen? Yeah, Kristen. Kristen. Sorry. Sorry, Kristen, not Christian. That's my fault. So sorry for the confusion. It says, hi. Hans Kristen Anderson. Huh? Is, that, is it Kristen Anderson? No, it's Christian. Nah, I don't know. Okay. What are you talking about? What? I, I thought that's how Hans Christian Anderson. Who's but, Hans Christian? Who is that? It's a, an author, I think, isn't it? I don't know. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I don't we'll cut this part out. <clears throat> I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, my family moved to the deep south, southern Alabama, when I was 10 years old. We lived with a family who I had, I had never met while we searched for our own home. They were true southern Baptists and thought that we should be as well. Ooh, that's Fair like enough. our upstairs neighbor. She thought for sure we, we should needed be Scientologists. To. And that wasn't what she was. I don't even know what she was. Some born again Christian type of thing, but I don't even know. Yeah, it was like the lighthouse. Yeah, the lighthouse Santa Monica Savior Church or something. center of America. Lord only knows. He he might know because you know apparently she talks to him. Okay. Yep. They thought that we should be as well. They eased us in slowly, or so that they thought. First, they offer you some baked goods, mm-hmm. maybe a couple of hymns. You know, a couple of prayers. Oh, our neighbors brought cookies. Mm-hmm. See, they, 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 they lure you. Did with they the talk sweets. to you about church? You talked to them. I was on a. Oh hangout. yeah. Well, I had to put a hard stop to that. I said, I, I just don't. I'm not a believer. The, our neighbors <laughs> with the cookies. Ups, no, no. The upstairs. Oh yes. Oh, I thought you were talking about the apartment. I was saying our here. neighbors here in our no. new home brought cookies. Over. No, they brought cookies, but I'm expecting that Jesus talks sometime soon. They would have said it right away. Maybe they're very nice though. I'm I excited. thought I was confusing neighbors. Sorry. New neighbors, old New neighbors. neighbors, they do not exist. I'm just kidding. Okay. Anyways, back to this. They eased us in slowly, or so they thought, by playing church broadcasts on TV. Ugh, nothing worse. Am I right? There was a lady with pink bouffant hair that just really caught my eye. I'd never seen anyone like that before. Her name was Jan Crouch. Well, Jan Crouch was coming to the local Baptist church, so of course we all had to go. We went and it was like Lady Gaga was showing up at the altar. I was mostly confused, but at this point we were invested. Is Jan Crouch a preacher, do you think? Or is she just like a... Maybe one of those... She's a TV evangelist and Mm. she probably does her... I wonder if I could be a good TV evangelist. Well, first you have to believe in God, I think. No, you don't. You just have to believe in... Money? Getting... I want money. They're super rich. rich. Oh my God. Not that all of them are, are bad, but... No, but a lot of them make buku bucks off of this. Wow. What's that guy that was on the news the other day we are flipping through? It was like Yousef something. He's like, you can pay to pr- pay for your prayers to be answered. And I was oh, like, oh, yeah. Hey, come on, snake oil salesman. Slow it down. I don't think anyone in our audience is paying the prayer line, but. Uh, but spoilers, you don't have to pay to talk to God. That's, right. how, that's how it works. Yeah, there's no middleman. No, but, you just, you know. oh, hello, God. You're talking immediately. He's like, hello. Wait, He's you there. look up when you. Always. Oh, I closed my eyes. <laughs> I'm oh, so Jesus ashamed. Christ. I'm so ashamed. Okay, let's get back into to Kristen's letter. Oh my God, there's even a photo. I'm already so excited. Ooh. Let's not jump ahead. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sometimes I scroll through. Okay, so it's like Lady Gaga was coming mm-hmm. to the altar. Okay. Jan I was, Crouch. Jan Crouch. I was mostly confused, but at this point we were invested. Fast forward a few weeks and I was convinced to go to the youth group lock-in 
which was being held at the YMCA. The youth pastors at this church would be the chaperones, and I was lured in by the promise of a night filled with food, music, and fun. I know they get kids with that. They're like, we got pizza such and a, ice cream, and you're like, I'm in. Where do I need to be? A name such as the lock-in. I know. It sounds very... Jail-ish? Yeah. Sounds sounds very uh, kidnappy. Mm. Okay. It was, for the most part, until the preaching started. The preacher was up front on the microphone shouting while the veins in his forehead threatened to pop out and beads of sweat sprayed at the kids in the front row. Ooh, that's rough. Then the next thing I know, he started walking through the crowd, touching kids on the forehead as they fell to the floor. Oh, they were in the Holy Spirit with the Holy Ghost or something like that. Yes. They were slain in the spirit, they call it. They were slaying? They can call it like being slain in the spirit. It's just Never heard that term. Hey, just telling you. Like a sleigh ride? No. Like slay, like slay the dragon? Kind of like, ah. Oh. You faint. All right. Overcome with joy. I was terrified. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Naturally. Okay. Overcome with terror. I moved backward until I found the door Good and was move. able to make my escape. I hid until daylight with one eye open <laughs> and really? ran to the car as soon as my parents pulled up. I am still weary of small Southern churches to this day. Did I mention we moved here from New Jersey? <laughs> Not today, Satan. This is I'm like a, a young Ralph Macchio, you know, for the karate kid, but he moves instead of to California and meets Cobra Kai, he meets uh, Cobra Jesus Kai, you know? Well, I, from what I've heard from our audience and from friends of ours, there's nothing like Southern Baptist churches. Oh, they're like, like great the Bible music. Belt is exciting, intense. right? Like fun times, but... but yeah, it, it doesn't hold a candle to anything you or I ever experienced. I, I think, think what happens is people work themselves into such a frenzy, a trance mm -hmm. that you, you, the power of the mind, man, you, uh, you over oxygenate and, uh, you, I, it could you, be you that, but I, I possibly for some people, but I also think people are easily persuaded or angels come down, possess your body and you, you speak in tongues. Also a possibility. I'm attaching, Who am I to, you know, I don't even know if there's aliens or not. Let's I, move into the good stuff. Oh, okay. Enough of this. I'm attaching a Google image of Jan Crouch. You're yes. welcome. <laughs> All right. She's on the screen. Have a great week. And thank you for any entertaining me at work. <laughs> Whoa. She's Southern she for sure. Hamburger Mary's. Uh, she's got. <laughs> she's calling bingo at. She's, uh, she's got so much hair. Wow. It does kind of look like a drag queen wig. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's a wig, right? It's got to be. It, well, I appreciate it. And those lashes. Why not go all the way? Holy. And the, uh, the, the, the heart, the heart necklace. I don't even think you'd go like this. You'd probably bust something. <clears throat> She's all heart. That well, is, she looks like a fun time. I would have shown up for that thing too. I would too. I mean, it is like Lady Gaga. I wonder if she's like Trinity Broadcast Network or, you know, those. Where do you have to look her up? Yeah, yeah. Maybe Who we start you? following. Who are you, Jen Crouch? Does I she really, have an Instagram? <laughs> I look for these off color uh, types of shows because everything else is rehashed and boring sitcoms. But if you look for, you know, something, there is entertainment in, in deep cable. And when you have. I'd be entertained. Yeah. You just never know what's going to happen. You don't. You know, and you never know what color hair is going to, it's going to be. No, that's awesome. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Kristen, for sending that in. And sorry, I said, Christian, it's because of the Baptist thing I got on the Holy Roller. Uh, I don't even oh know. no. Holy Roller is uh, not a good term. Why? You can't use that one now. Why? I, I think I was chastised for using it recently. Were you? I think so. Why? I don't, uh, I was even raised in Pentecostal church and they'd say we're Holy Rollers. That's what my grandma would say. Okay. So in my family, it wasn't offensive. I didn't think it was offensive either, but I think someone, I think I'd used it on a previous episode and people were like, Hey dude, that's not kosher. Oh. And I was like, kosher, you're mixing your religions now. 
It's halal, buddy. To say holy roller is halal, all right? We're all good here. Well, I guess if someone does feel that way, explain it to me because I was raised in a Pentecostal church and my grandma called it us holy rollers. That's what I said. So I've never thought of it as anything offensive. But I think Bible if- thumping, that's offensive. You should not thump the Bible. Why would that matter? Preachers well, talk on it. It's naughty. The, you don't, it, what? If preachers, they wave it and- Oh, yeah. Bang on the Bible. Yeah, the Bible thumping. Oh, thump, okay. Thump that Bible. Oh, I did not know what that meant then. I was. Yeah, they'll like, uh, like, and in the book, ba, 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 uh, as they as they preach and talk. Have you never been to church before? Come on, I grew up Catholic. <laughs> I, we don't do those sorts of things. You like you speak Latin and sing weird click, songs. Click, and then you click, genuflect. Click. You know. I know the click. That was so uh, confusing. <laughs> on the bus, uh, off the bus. Oh. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> that's why baptists are fun man you go and there's great music catholics yeah, have like, music but you know it's not fun music even just you like you could fall asleep and no one would know you're asleep in that church oh well i guess you have to kneel so non-denominational like christian in southern california dude would come up with a, a hawaiian shirt and flip-flops yeah. and like play the bass and there's a whole band i'm gonna do a bass solo you're like oh i could sign up for that you yeah know? i went to the vineyard church once in malibu mm-hmm. just to try it out because one of my teachers was like part of something there yep and so I, it was fun. I had good music, but I never It's went all back. about the music and cookies. Do not, you can't, you got to have both. cookies. See, uh, Catholicism, you get a paper wafer thin, uh, you know, it's not it's, even flavored. It's not leaven. It's, it's non-leaven bread, right? Right. That the whole you know, thing? it represents the body mm-hmm. and then the, the, blood, the blood and that's. Mm-hmm. A low-grade wine. I don't know why it's you okay. guys drink from the same cup. That's I don't like, know if you can anymore. I think that because herpes. of, uh, or, and COVID. COVID. We always had our little cups. There were these <laughs> it's like little... Russian roulette. Herpes or COVID. <laughs> Pick your poison. No, but we... I'll pass. I'm, I'm, I'm good on the wine. When I was growing up, they had these little metal circle, uh, I guess serving dishes is what you'd call them, but it was a platter. Sorry, I keep hitting that wire. It was a flat platter with a small lip where the cookies went, the little mm. flat, and they were just oyster crackers, which are very tasty, by the way. Oyster crackers, unsalted. They are good. You take an oyster cracker, only one. As a kid, I tried to eat a bunch. My mom was like, hey, da, 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 pass the thing. So one little oyster cracker. And then ours was grape juice. And it was poured into like, honestly, they're little plastic shot glasses is really what they are now as an adult. I'm like, oh, they're like party shot glasses. But they're in another silver tray. But it was thick, like two inches thick. And it had little holes where they would set. So it was like a... It was already metal with the holes where the cups would go. The, uh, like a shot Like ski. the accoutrement. Yeah. But like, you'd like, it's circular. So you just like dump it all over <laughs> You get like one shot in your mouth. Everybody else is just drenched. <laughs> it's all like grape juice. Right. Um, anyway, so that was how it worked. And they would pass it around. So they'd start it. And the transmutation happens. It goes from, <laughs> you know, wine mm-hmm. to blood or, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But anyway, they pass it around while the preacher or pastor, rather is what we call him, pastor, would talk about it and what it was. Right. So, okay. Let's move on to Ray's letter. Are you ready? Gosh, you know, we should have, uh, really should have pursued careers in uh, in theology. I mean, I really feel like I have a passion for it now as an older it's person. It's very interesting. It's fascinating. I mean, I don't believe it, but I think it's fascinating. As a storyteller. about something, yeah. Exactly. I mean, the power of storytelling in different religions. There's a reason. I bet you there's a Okay, so we have what, like six major religions out there, maybe uh, 20 at the most, you know? I don't know. Um, I bet you there's been a bunch of people with failed religions who oh, tried to 100%. start them. They just weren't good storytellers, guys. They're like, uh, you know, you, you make up a story about your phony baloney God and people are like, I'm not buying it. 
But if you have a, a really good orator, you know, mm -hmm. like John the Baptist apparently was a really good preacher. Mm -hmm. And so he was able to convince a good crowd of people, you know, this story. When you have to have some funny rules, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Everybody's got funny rules, whether it's like only <laughs> in kosher meat or no fish on Fridays or wearing the funny underwear right. or whatever it is. No coffee. No kofefe? No kofefe. I'm not down with that religion. Me neither. Okay. What would your religion have, Katie? Hmm. Like it, if we're going to start one, let's be honest, that's why we're podcasting because we're going to start a religion. We're going to apply for a religious license. Oh my so God. we're tax free. Oh my God. We're going to be very much like L. Ron Hubbard, except we're going to be very nice. Mm. It's not going to be alien based like his, because that's already taken. Mm. Maybe we're interdimensional where, you know, that's, that's where our God comes from. A Can different our dimension. God be only outdoors or something? Our God, your God, their God. Ooh. We got to have some catchy tunes like that's that. That's not the one. You got to workshop that. All right. Well, we have musicians. Ooh, lines, maybe the <laughs> that's how it is. Off, yeah, trust me. We'll put a little key, reverb. Very sharp. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> One of them just sings high, but you know, we're, if we're going to have a religion, if we're going to make a go at this guys, you know, as an, as an audience, you got to help us out. I don't think we're going to make a go at it. You know, this would be, is that what we want them to also, write in? here's the, uh, why a lot of religions don't work. They're a pyramid scheme. And at the top, the top people make all the money and then all the people at the bottom pay up. We barely hear you, but okay. There but you what if, mm -hmm. what if instead of it being a, a pyramid a scheme, I, I think we it was get a co-op and everyone got franchises and everyone you know, have like a percentage. Isn't that a business? Well, you know, it's, it's <laughs> okay. That's what I want your letters to be the most ridiculous, hilarious, or realistic ideas for starting a religion for this new Send religion. We're starting OTDMPod at gmail.com. What should we call ourselves? Yeah. What, what should we call us ourselves? What would the rules be? Are there mm -hmm. some rules? Um, you know, like help us out. Let's start a religion together because clearly the ones that exist, they fight all the time. We're not going to be a religion that fights. We're I don't be... really think they all fight all the time. Mm. Name more than just the Jews and the Palestines like now or Palestinians or whatever's well, happening. The the, uh, the, whole, whole, the Muslims and the, yeah. the Christians and the Jews and the Christians the Buddhists, and Jews don't you know, fight. The Buddhists fight with everyone there. See, so yeah, give me, give me more examples. There the are none. Scientologists are fighting in court in Los Angeles right now. That's because they like abuse people like hardcore. Danny Masterson, I think, is going to be. Oh, in that's a lot you. I thought trouble. that was a leg of my chair. Oh, no, <laughs> I was going to wrap my foot around it. I think he's going to go to jail. And I think a lot of their secrets are going to be drug out into uh, the public spotlight. I think their, their stranglehold on the LA community and especially the. Um, Thank you, Leah Rimney, and social media. Right. Yeah, there are some good things. Mm -hmm. it, what was once in the shadow is now the spotlight of social media exposes um, abuse. Yes. Okay, let's move on. I'm done with that. Oh, okay? okay. Yeah. Okay. But send in those funny things. That'll be funny to read. <laughs> I, I went pretty dark there. And you're you like, did? Right, let's get into the funny stuff. Okay back, okay. back to Ray's letter. Yes. Hi, Ray. Hi, Raymond. Says, strange big things afoot. Hmm. I'm excited already. Like strange Bigfoot or strange big things? Strange big things afoot. Oh, okay. Okay. Hi, Katie and Sean. Hope you both are well. We are. I hope you're well. I don't think this topic came up before in your podcast, but it's just one of those unexplained bizarre things that happen. And we will probably never have the what or who questions answered. One very cold, dark, moonless autumn night, a strange howling, almost wailing cry came out of the distance, carried through the tall fir trees. Go on. I was in the kitchen when I heard it and looked around to see my mom and brother mirroring the same 
what the hell was that look on their faces? Uh, the hair just stood up on the back of my neck. Oh. Um, okay, the same what the hell was that look on their faces that I must have been wearing. This was back in the late 60s near Mount Hood, where we lived several miles from the, from any neighbor and were close to a huge national forest reserve. That sounds beautiful, Ray. 30 seconds later, there was a second yell for a lack of a better description. So we all went outside. My brother holding his 30.06 rifle. 30.06 rifle? 30 odd six. That's what, I was like, I'm not saying that right. 30 odd six rifle. I, I don't know either. I'm not a hunter. I fell for the snipe things. <laughs> and oh, <laughs> did you? Somebody took you snipe hunting? It's a lie. If anyone's told you that I fell for it, I didn't. I've never. It's not been. true. Okay. Okay. And with his other hand holding onto his half coyote and one half old, uh, half German shepherd hunting partner. Oh, sorry. I'm reading that wrong. I'm sorry, Ray. I'm fucking this up. Rifle in one hand and his other hand holding on to his half coyote, a one-year-old half German shepherd hunting partner, oh, okay. a wild pup that he had rescued when her coyote mother was shot. She was standing absolutely still, absolutely still, just staring at those woods. And she, um, she would have set out after whatever it was if she got half the chance, but he held on to her collar. We listened for several more almost identical yells and that slowly faded as whatever it was moved into the distance. Harry and the Hendersons. Each, for, it's a squatch. I'm just kidding. It's a squatch. Each forlorn sounding yell lasted maybe 15 seconds. That's really long. Do you think the, the Sasquatch stepped on something like a pine needle or a rock? It's like a, a Lego. <laughs> Only a Lego would do that, Sean. <laughs> Starting out with a low pitch growl, rising in volume and pitch to a scream and ending with that low growl again. Definitely stepped on a Lego. We estimated it to be a mile or more away at first. Though impossible to judge accurate distance in the dense forest, it was still loud enough to be heard clearly. There was no wind that night, and as I remember us observing, nothing that would carry the sound or distort the half-human aspect of it. We were sleepless for the rest of the night. My older brother kept uh, keeping the shotgun and 30-odd six close at hand. We never heard that sound again, that night or any other night in the time that we lived there. We didn't even have a guess as to what it was. Some would have guessed Bigfoot, maybe. I know, that's what I was thinking. But at that time, we had never even seen or heard of Bigfoot and had no idea um, what was making this oh, frightened noise. The Mount Hood area is uh, chock full of them. There, there's a bunch up there. If you believe in Bigfoot. <clears throat> Why do they only take pictures of him half running? It's like he just stops. Because he knows how to vogue. I think <laughs> it's his pose. <laughs> it's my pose. <laughs> okay. And we really had no inclination to investigate afterwards. I wouldn't either. That would scare me. There was nothing in that direction but forest for 20 miles to reach the nearest unpopulated back road and then more forest. I've heard the bear growl, a cougar scream, a coyote howl many times, and none were anything like this or have reached the sheer volume of it. Once you hear that sound, you never forget it. Five years later, when traveling to Seattle, we stopped at a tourist gift shop in the little town of Centralia, Washington. Hmm. And there I saw a 45 record that said the sounds of Bigfoot or something to that effect on the label. Out of sheer curiosity, I bought it. Centralia is good for these sorts of things. They have lots of, they're just right off I-5, like a little pit stop town. Right. Lots of, uh, what is it? Uh, vintage stuff uh oh uh, tons of historic things and like mm -hmm. museums and mm -hmm. blah blah so if you are going to find the sounds of a bigfoot this would be the It'd place be in centralia for sure um mcminimans 
Yeah, they have McMinimins there. I think there. there's a photo of a Sasquatch at McMinimins. Possibly. Okay. Out of sheer curiosity, I bought it. Days later, back home, I played that record and it stood the hairs up on my neck because it was got me very clearly the same unmistakable sound. Just those yells and nothing else on the record sounding so much like what we had heard that night in the woods. So infer from this what you want. Maybe it's uh, not proof positive, but it's more than enough to open my mind to at least the possibility that Bigfoot exists somewhere in the deep, dark woods. I believe. Great story. He's such a good storyteller. I believe that that was well written. I believe that you heard something. Whether it was a cryptid uh, beast, I don't Mm -hmm. know. However, I believe that you believe that I believe that you believe that something was there. And the fact that you found a recording that sounded like your experience well, because is you don't phenomenal. have any other explanation i mean i didn't hear it but it kind of sounded part human to him so i was like was someone being hurt or was an animal hurt because they make totally different noises when they're being right. hurt but obviously didn't hear of a murder happening my crime solving mind goes okay. to that because you would, would have been reported or something but he was also younger so maybe he didn't know i don't know but no one investigated so we didn't see if there was like a carcass of something um so, yeah. Wild animals do uh, make odd noises mm-hmm. when they're uh, hurt, right? Yeah. So, maybe... just like humans would, right? You scream, you yell, you. Rawr. Yeah, I don't sound like this. Hey, how's it going? When yeah. I'm hurt, yeah. and I'm like, ah. <laughs> I don't even know what you would sound like when you're hurt. Usually, oh, you're just like... quiet. You'd like go die in a corner or something. Yeah, but hey, um, if you did encounter, or if you did hear one, that's pretty cool. Um, you know, you, you have to go out in the forest and, and, and search for these things. You have to look for tufts of fur, large pieces of poo, you know, footprints. If, leave a Twinkie or an apple. <laughs> Don't they always leave shit like that yeah. out there? And you're like, That what? show is full of shit, man. Where they go looking for a Sasquatch. Uh, that's a scranch, you know. Is that still around? I don't know, but. It shouldn't be. What was that? <gasps> that's a Squatch. That, that's the always. show. Always. So and we you, always joke. We're like, that's a scranch. Yeah. Anyways, uh, great story. Never... I appreciate you sending that in. That was a and good story. Has anyone else out there encountered odd creatures or perhaps the um... sounds you can't account for or right. things? You know, right? But I, I think Katie, you were right. It does sound like a Bigfoot, and uh, <laughs> it does sound like a Bigfoot stepped on Lego. All right, next letter. Okay, moving on to one of our staff writers. Oh, Graham. Graham Crackers. Graham Crackers. This is. Canadian Knights. Linear plot lines are so last year. So it's not a linear plot line. Oh, we're okay. on a whole different plot oh, line. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. So this is an installment of mm-hmm. Canadian Knights, you say? Wow. Yes. Wow, wow, wow. Howdy do, Katie and Sean in the OTDM community. I'll spare you a long-winded introduction, other than to apologize for the extreme length of this excerpt. 2,000 plus words is quite a lot. I'm down. I'm excited. But who am I to say no to the creative muses? Please enjoy April slash May 2021's edition of Canadian Nights. Sweet. <clears throat> mama la papa la papa la mama la. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Katie crossed the sidewalk and approached the House of Coffee Emporium as sub-zero winds that had been tearing through the city all day sliced through her many layers and chilled her to the bone. Oh, I hate being chilled to the bone. But at least it wasn't snowing, she reasoned. Not yet anyways. It seemed this city had only two modes of weather, snow or not yet snow. Are we in Montreal? I forget. Or Toronto? (laughs) Reaching for the doorknob, Katie hesitated, peering through the large window. No sign of jerky McJerk owner. Phew. 
why anyone wanted to give their business to such a cantankerous wannabe hipster who seemed to take personal joy in making Sean and everyone else's life sucky, she would never understand. And yet, here she was anyway, but it wasn't coffee she was here for. Not today. As she opened the door and stepped inside the cafe. Okay, okay, sound effect, Sean. (laughs) You a Foley artist today? Okay, as she opened the door and stepped inside the cafe, the dry, cold air was replaced with an intoxicating blend of baked sugar and roasted coffee. Yum. The friendly girl behind the counter, the one with the slight Texan drawl, looked up from behind the mammoth espresso machine and smiled at her, while others created complicated coffee concoctions. Oh, that's a fun alliteration. Created complicated complicated coffee concoctions. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, y'all. Howdy do. Hey, everybody, Katie said. Happy Monday. (laughs) She walked up to the counter. Today, we're going to talk about coffee. I'm just kidding. She walked up the counter and stared at the abundance of baked goods on display. The first thing she noticed was that the cheesiest cheddar danishes were gone. Replaced by a new offering, a strange-looking pastry square covered with icing. Looking closer at the sign, she asked the friendly gal, What the heck is a a breakfast ravioli? (gasps) My own creation, the friendly gal boasted. Want to try one? I do, Katie said. Not sorry to see the Danish is gone. She decided she'd much sooner clean spilled chicken juice out of the refrigerator than eat one of those cheddar-flavored abominations Mr. Rampage insisted was cheese. But I didn't exactly come here for a coffee break. Y'all here to see Fabian, huh? Fabian? That's what the boss man calls Sean behind his back. He says anyone who walks around with a flowing mane like that is just asking for it. (laughs) Oh, Fabian. Fabio. Fabio, but Fabian. Yeah, Fabian. Uh Uh-huh. Fabian. Fabian. I don't know. Graham, let us know. (laughs) Sean's a great guy, though. Takes it in stride. Personally, though, she looked around the cafe, surveying the few customers lost in their coffees and laptops, and then lowered her voice and whispered to Katie, I wish someone would give Mr. Rampage a swift throat punch. A guy like Sean deserves better. Agreed. Thank you. He does, Katie agreed, trying not to laugh in spite of herself. Anyways, Sean's in the back on some kind of Zoom meeting. Y'all are welcome to wait up up here for him if you want. I'll tell him you're here. Okay, thanks, Katie said. Took a seat at the large communal table in the middle of the room. As she sat and waited, her mind turned to people watching. The favorite pastime of her childhood detective alter ego. It's true. She couldn't help but smirk to herself, wondering what what it would be like if someone ever wrote a story about Katie Morton, private eye. She was being a detective about it. Or was that the marvelous Mrs. Morton? (laughs) Who knew? Damn, she was missing her PVR full of detective shows. She noticed a girl sitting next to her, typing away on her laptop, pausing ever so often to giggle madly to herself and then continue typing. It was funny the first time it happened, a little funny the second time. But when the girl giggled again the fifth time in three minutes, Katie couldn't bear it anymore. It was rude to Snoop, she knew. Sean hadn't been thrilled to notice her all but fondling his jersey the other week. But still, she thought, if you're just going to sit there and giggle and not share the joke with anyone else, who was really the rude one? Leaning back... And feigning a long joint crackling, muscle straining stretch, she snuck a glimpse of the document titled in bold font, 101 Dad Jokes for Salt Lake Universities. Alternative title, Utah to me well. Utah me well. Oh. Utah to me well for <laughs> Salt good. Lake Universities. Yeah, yeah. It was all Katie could do to slap her hand over her mouth before a la- the laugh exploded out of her, clear- cleverly turning it into a cough. You gonna live? Asked a familiar voice. Katie cut the cough off and turned to see Sean standing there holding a small plate with one of the breakfast raviolis, his face a mixture of amusement and concern. Yeah, yeah, I'm all right, she said, just a tickle in my throat. Oh, said Sean. He didn't seem convinced, but didn't pursue the matter. 
You want to find somewhere else to sit, somewhere a little more private? I only have a few free minutes before you know who nags me back to work. Sure, Katie said, standing up and following him to a smaller corner table away from the other customers. So, she said, taking a chair opposite Sean. Where is Mr. Fuckity Fuck anyway? Off sneering at Starbucks customers, kidnapping orphans to hand his harvest to precious single origin beans? Probably. Possibly. <laughs> Katie, Sean hissed, trying and failing to hold back that handsome, wide grin of his. So oh. handsome. Not so loud. I'm convinced he has the place wired. What are you, trying to get me fired? Of course not. But in my defense, you did sound pretty eager to give him the wanker sign the other night. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He broke the breakfast ravioli in two, taking a piece and sliding the plate over to her. This might be a bad idea, he said, taking a bite. Katie ignored the plate. Why do you think it's a bad idea? Maybe it's possible that it wouldn't be a step back, but rather a huge step forward. You'd be saying yes to yourself. Sean munched away on the pastry much longer than any reasonable breakfast ravioli needed to be munched. Mmm, raspberry. <laughs> he looked at her and tried to pass off an innocent... Who, me? Expression? She looked at him with that, with that familiar, you really ought to know better by now face. He sighed and swallowed. Bridge statements. The only thing more terrifying than journaling. She was good. Real good. You never miss a beat, do you, Detective Morton? Katie tried to keep her expression intact, even as the heat began to flash across her face. Detective Morton? He really did listen. First of all, how dare you talk with your mouth full? Secondly, the question is still valid. Maybe. He quickly gobbled the rest of his half of the breakfast ravioli and swallowed before looking her in the eye. You're right. It's just hard. I know nobody says anything about this is easy, but what if there are no new clients wanting video production? How do you just leap into the unknown full tilt without knowing if you're skating right into a blind check? Very good question. It's a great hockey analogy. Katie's face reddened further. Hockey metaphors. He just couldn't help himself. <laughs> but she also knew that meant he was really hearing her. I don't know, Sean, she said. You just do it. The same way you decide to take up chasing wheels of cheese down English hillsides when the rest of your family wants you to take over the Christmas tree farm business. Just do it. <laughs> or the way you find yourself uh, falling for a former hockey pro in a godforsaken frozen catacombs of a city. <laughs> she reached out for his hand. Even though he had been shy about showing any emotion in public to her surprise, this time he didn't pull away. I guess you either just go for it, take the chance and damn the consequences, or she stared into his eyes, feeling a smirk tug at the corners of her mouth or else, or wait, or else you just keep the puck behind the blue line and never take the chance on the net only to end up hating yourself for the rest of your life. Wondering what if Sean stared at her lost for words, hockey metaphors from her Jesus criminy cripe. She was full of surprises today. Yeah. Sean laughed, thumb tapping away at the screen. A certain coffee jerk and Kraken fan made a rather, I don't know this word. It's a opprobrious. A I don't know the word either. Let me see. Let me look it up here. I do that all the time. Oh, That's one of up. the best things about having. It's super cool. You highlight and look up. I yep. didn't even realize. Okay. Opprobrious is an adjective and it says abusive. Or it could be called of language expressing scorn or criticism. So something rude. A rude, okay. rude jerky comment. Appropriate. Excuse me. Can you use it in a sentence? A rather, a certain coffee jerk and Kraken fan made a rather opprobrious comment about Montreal having the worst goal horn in the entire NHL. He looked at her and grinned again. It seems I uh, forgot to put my phone on silent today. 
How dare you, Katie said, beginning to giggle, shaking her head at the audacity of it all. Why doesn't he just stand outside the Bell Center and scream, go Bruins, while he's at it? (laughs) He's a jerk, said Sean, not an idiot. Oh, Jesus. Sean laughed again, then stood up and pocketed his phone, still holding onto her hand. I really do have to get back to it, though. Let's talk more tonight. After hours? I'd like that, Katie said. I really would. I'll see you then. She walked. Uh, she watched him walk across toward the back room marked employees only. Nepal's entree. Did I say that right? Yes. How did someone in Montreal get away with such terrible fringlish? There's no, like, uh, entree. Pa? P-A-S. Pa? Nepal? Yeah, not pause. Oh. The S is silent. Nepal. 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 Okay. Nepal's entree. How did someone in Montreal get away with such terrible fringlish and not get ticketed by the language police, she wondered, before turning her eyes to her half of the breakfast ravioli? Damn, they did look good. As she reached for the plate, her own phone began ringing inside her purse. She fished it out and peered at the display. United Airlines, it read, hesitating a moment, she accepted the call. Hello? Hi, this is United Airlines customer service calling for Katie Morton. This is her. Hi, this is the reservations department. We wanted to let you know we may have a rescheduled flight available for your initial flight to Gloucester, flying out of Montreal, weather permitting. Oh, really? She listened to the person on the other end give her all the information, but at the moment, the only thing she could hear was the pounding of her own heartbeat. Finally, she said, sure, you can put me on hold. She hoped her voice sounded natural enough and would belly the creeping anxiety starting to wash over her again. You just better keep your mouth shut, you naughty little naysayer, she quietly told that little voice that loved to accompany the anxiety and start spewing negative self-talk. So rude. I don't have time for you today. As she turned to look out the window, this time hoping to see the snow begin to fall once again. I hope you all enjoyed that. Apologies once more for the lack of coherent plotline. These creative muses are, er, these creative muses are tricksy buggers, but I, yeah, trick, tricksy, tricksy buggers. But I can always just fill in the other chapters later, right? Right. Have a good week from Graham. Well, thank you, Graham. I, I think it's interesting looking into the universe of what possibilities of what could be here. You know, it's an alternative version of Sean Kate. It's, it's fun. Like, like the Flash. You it know, is. They, I kind of enjoy it. They jump back to different lines, yeah, different uh, yeah. timelines. I wonder how those Katie and Sean's are doing today. I don't know. You know it was good to hear from Probably them. Probably stuck in the snow. <laughs> but it says, from Graham, list of ever-evolving OTDM job titles go here. Coffee connoisseur, coffee supplier, staff writer, so many things. P.S. Hi, Ellison. Sorry, but if you surprise me and shout me out in your own letter, then I get to give you a cameo in my story. Hopefully my dad joke lived up to your standards. That's cute. I love it. Well, thank you for another wonderful uh, episode of Canadian Nights. Uh uh, Another installment. Makes me wonder, you know. Mm -hmm. What's it make you wonder? Well. Who wrote the book of love? (laughs) I wonder who who wrote the book of love. Chapter one says, "Love me, love me, baby." (laughs) I wasn't really. No, it's tell me, tell me, baby. Who wrote the book of love, 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 love? Wonderful. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you for writing in, Graham. Uh, Much appreciated. We're looking forward to new installments. uh, You know, whenever you make. Whenever you have time. Whenever the creative juices are flowing. I feel so flattered. So flattered. And as we say on this show, flattery will get you everywhere. Mm -hmm. True. Uh, Gets you to the front of the line, at least. So. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Okay. Next letter from Laura. Sure. Moving right hey, along. Laura. Hi, Laura. Says, name origins, dragons, and Aslan. Aslan? Uh, Is it Aslan? Aslan? I think so. Okay. Dear Sean and Katie, I caught up with all the OTDMs. Thank you for making them. I've really been enjoying them. This email is long, though. It's okay. Number one. We're here. We're not going anywhere. We got we got time. We got nothing, on us. Nothing you you had time. me at dragons. 
So did you see a dragon? Much like our, you know, the, the Bigfoot. Uh, yeah. Maybe you just That's heard a, a dragon. Squanch. Yeah. Name origin story. Okay. First up. Yes. I was given the nickname Bite Size at college due to my height. I'm five foot and a quarter. <laughs> I mean, it's tall in my family, you know. I know, but I just always, we talked about this before, how people who are shorter always add in and a quarter oh, and yeah. a half. Like if you ask your sister how tall she is, I think she says four eleven and a half or four eleven and three quarters or mm. something. It's very funny. Like my mom is five, three and a half. Well, those, those little, not yeah. little, those, uh, additional measurements. <laughs> mean uh, everything. Uh, yeah. Where I'm like, I don't know. I'm like five, seven, five, six, five, seven. I stood up. Uh, so we got our vaccination shots the other day. Mm -hmm. um, and in there, I was looking across the room. I don't know if you saw this or not, mm -hmm. uh, the the height marker. I so wasn't. we're at the pharmacy. That's where they have the, uh, the shots, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we got our COVID vaccination, the first of two. And my arm hurts like a mofo. Yeah. It's a little achy. Yeah, my leg is a little... That's rah. not true. Um, no, <laughs> it's not true. Uh, it I wasn't with a limp. Yeah. But I was looking across the room and we're at the pharmacy and, and they, they have things in case they're robbed, because I would assume pharmacies are targets because they have drugs, yeah, they have drugs. Uh, lots of valuable inventory. They have the, the sticker along the door that tells you how tall you are. And I was looking and I was like, am I five, nine or am I six foot? You know, like I'm in that range where my eyes are looking mm -hmm. and I was worried that I was more towards the lower side of it. I thought you were five ten. Yeah. But you know. I'm getting older and if we I shrink. slouch or... I'll probably be five, six by the time I'm in my sixties, right. but I know that I'm like on my doctor's paperwork, it says five, seven. So I yeah. assume they measure properly. I got five, 10 going on, but I was looking at thing. I was like, mm -hmm. hmm, what am I? You know, cause I was eyeballing it across the room. Mm -hmm. But anyways, I was oh. going to, I was going to go stand next to the, the height oh. sticker and ask you, but I didn't so think maybe, it was appropriate. You like, could ask me, be fine. I'll mark, I know, I'll mark it on the wall here. I didn't want we'll to distract the lady. She was jabbing needles in us oh it was in there yeah yeah oh i wasn't the paying attention in there well i know but we sat outside of it too and had to wait well no that was the room so that door goes into the oh the pharmacy itself yes where all the medication was saying. and that was also i think their break room which was converted into the shot giving room because the break room has Maybe. their lockers did you see the lockers oh behind you yeah 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 door. so yeah. you have to re recreate this you know in yeah for the private medical room it said yeah okay anyways Back to this. That was pointless of my... Uh... <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. I'm five foot and a quarter. Yep. Which was around when everyone started to need email addresses, etc. And I was also going through a phase of loving Tinkerbell. Uh -huh. Everybody's got that. What's that meme? It's like true embarrassment comes from your original email address. Oh. I was like, mine was Katie Bug. Mine was Sean is God at Yahoo.com. Wow. Sean is God. So stupid. I was just being a, a, a smarmy person. You like, do that a lot with things. Sean is wonderful. Sean is God. Why don't you just give away all my passwords, Katie? It's not a password. It's like a made-up username <laughs> for a ridiculous thing. At I, Yahoo. Do you still use Yahoo? No, I don't. Is it Yahoo or Yahoo? No, Yahoo? I remember uh, Matt, Max Yahoo. No Sleeves. Yahoo. Um, Max No Sleeves' girlfriend, Brittany. Yeah. And I hate that I even introduced her that way, Brittany. She's, oh, she's her own person. But it's when I'd, I'd met them a few times and Max had, or she had texted me or something was like, Hey, quick question. Solve a dispute for us. Should Brittany still use her Yahoo email for work stuff or should she create a Gmail account like a regular person? And I was like, she needs to create a, a regular. Leading email. the witness. Well, but it, should, it was, it was totally leading. But I was like, no, it looks more professional to have like a, her name, like basic at Gmail for, for work. If she's trying to get a job, it can't be like, 
bmars723 at you yahoo.com it's like it so reeks of like 1999 so shot king 957 is not a <laughs> so sean is god at yahoo no, does not get you the bug at hotmail like no <laughs> those are dead emails yeah nobody uses that shit what what if someone's using it right now that'd be awesome yeah. i hope they're enjoying it Hats if, we off a, to you. if we get a letter from sean is god at yahoo oh, that'd be weird meta okay yeah. anyways Back to back to bite size. I was given the name the nickname bite size. Bite I was size also going through a phase of loving Tinkerbell. Okay. okay. I only wore black and pink and I had a kid's Tinkerbell trolley suitcase I used to take on trips with me. I was once even called emo Barbie by some kids in McDonald's. I take that as a compliment. So I was trying to get an email address with bite size or Tinkerbell, but couldn't find a good one that was available. So I combined them. I combined them and kept combined. Combined. Commended it. Combined. I, co I take co headed. You I, take headed. I commingled those he email addresses. Okay. So I combined them and kept Tinkerbite. Ah. I was starting my child minding business. <laughs> I was, oh. And a guy at the job center commented that my email address was well suited to a child minder. So my child minding business is called Tinkerbite Childcare. That's perfect. I love it. I didn't realize Katie was born in 83. I am too. One of my favorite facts in Home Alone, when Kevin goes to the supermarket, the total is 1983. And I always say, the year I was born, and ask the kids to work out my age. My dog, Phoebe, met her daughter, Tilly. She's now six months and went to her new home at 12 weeks in the park the other day. Oh, funny. So it was like she went to her new home and then the mama met her again. Oh. Saw her at the park. I was like, my child. <laughs> I think Phoebe recognized her baby, but I don't think Tilly remembered her mom. Oh, they God. probably do. It's probably a scent thing. I'd assume it's a scent. Yeah. I have a purple Jackson Kelly, but my ex-boyfriend stole it. What's well, a Jackson Kelly. Is, is that a, a, I assume it's a guitar. Oh, oh. is it? We're, sh we're switched. Sorry. New paragraph. Oh, Return okay. carriage. I was still with the dog. <clears throat> the I was at the dog park. I was like, I don't like know. purple Jackson. What kind is of that kind of, what kind of is dog like is a, this? Is that like a blue, <laughs> a blue healer or a blue uh, pit, you know, right, yeah, like right. gray, but per isn't a purple Jackson. I'd assume it's a guitar. I don't know. Go on. I have to look it up. You have to keep reading. I'm going to have to. You, you started a new paragraph, so I don't know where, where they're going with it. Well, it's it doesn't, purple Jackson. It, it doesn't really go anywhere necessarily oh i've got to look it up nope no results found for purple jackson kelly i need to actually do a, gur a gurgle a gurgle search <laughs> my, my brain is gurgled <laughs> oops purple search purple jackson kelly yeah i think it's a guitar and it looks like that oh okay like a flying bee uh -huh. sort of job and that's cool cool okay and there might be a photo at the bottom because I think there's photos attached. Oh, no, not for that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Back to it. All right. I have a purple Jackson Kelly, but my ex-boyfriend stole it. Ah. Well, he borrowed it and then ghosted me when I asked for it back. What a dirtbag. Was just in it for the guitar? Yeah. That's Dig like... you for the guitar? I feel like Look, there's certain like things... You take out an ad in the paper looking for, you know, mm -hmm. a cool chick must have awesome guitar. Right. That I could borrow <laughs> <laughs> only use burner cell phone number today is yeah i feel like in in dating land you always potentially lose some goods like i feel like cds and sweatshirts like as a as a woman you borrow sweatshirts off of dudes all the time not even dating dudes just like you're out at an event some guy's nice because you're cold and they're like oh here have my hoodie they're never getting that back bye bye hoodie 
Katie's going to steal it and she's going to love it like it's her own. Also CDs, you bring it with you to put in the car back in the day, maybe records even back when my mom's day, you bring it with you to put the music in and then it's gone forever. Yeah. And it's like, we had a good relationship. Enjoy, enjoy Savage Garden. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you get rid of shit. Mm -hmm. There was this uh, joke in Sex and the City when, when she, uh, they were talking about giving the rings back after breakups because okay. they got she got engaged to Aiden and then uh, she gave the ring back. And Charlotte's like, I could never give my ring back or whatever. And she compares it to, you know, Carrie's like, I guess it's like something you win in a, in a relationship. You're like, thanks for playing and enjoy the best of whatever. Your parting gift is mm-hmm. an engagement ring. Yeah. But, or she was talking about records and CDs and oh. things you never see again. Okay. But she was like, but that I couldn't keep. Like, mm, Right. Got right. bad juju. But anyway, it was just really funny. So this uh, schizoid boyfriend, mm-hmm. uh, skeezer, schizoid. I mean, schizoid is actually a diagnosis, so let's not, oh, let's no. not venture into that this, one. Uh, this sleazy, that's mm-hmm. a good mm-hmm. word that mm-hmm. I'm trying to use. This sleazy yes. dude dates you and then steals your guitar. Go on. All right. I can't Bastard. really play very well, but that's not the point. It's the principle, Bob Belcher. That's the quote. It's the principle. Oh, okay. Who's Bob I, Belcher? I don't know. I don't know. So many things, Sean. <laughs> I love grand designs. Wait, return oh. carriage. New paragraph. Starting new story. I love grand designs. It's great when they feature a house near where you live and you can drive by and see them in, in real life. That's she lives in the UK, I'd assume. Oh, yeah. Right. Tilly remembered her mum. We got a UK person. I'm so jealous. Take pictures. Tell us what you've learned. It'd be cool to see them in real life, especially that spiral shell looking house. Oh, that's a cool one. Yeah. There's a local one in the newest series in South Lincolnshire. Hmm. We'll have to you have to report back. What do you know? Does it look terrible? Is it beautiful? Please tell us. Okay. Moving on. Return carriage. New story. <laughs> Thank you for the punctuation. Hero moment story. Okay. So we had a bunch of, you know, yes. others now. Hero moment story. When I was about seven, there was a brick shed at the end of our playground at school. There was a narrow, creepy alley to one side of the shed, and we weren't allowed down there. The alleyway was creepy. First, because it was long, dark, and damp. Second, because it would emit groaning and creaking noises, interdispersed with or interspersed with low grumblings and occasional roars. That's a squanch. That's a squanch. It was rumored that there was a dragon living behind the shed, which gave me nightmares every night for over a week. Same. Same. I would feel that way. I eventually got fed up in one of those sleepless nights, and my logic won over my fear. Crisis averted. The dragon was having a particularly bad morning by the sounds of things, but I, I steeled myself and determined to dispel my nightmares. I stomped along the forbidden alleyway, ready to shout at the dragon, shut up! Or possibly just peek around the corner and then run away. We're not sure. When I reached the corner, however, a chain link fence came into view at the back of the shed. And the suspected dragon, I realized, was actually a building site. Uh (laughs) The alleyway had been projecting the sounds of the diggers, etc. in an unusual way down it. But I double checked for dragons and there were none. Thank God. Thanks for doing your research and pr- kudos to you for just, yeah, brave. Just stomp down, and figure the, it out. You can tell the dragon to shut up. I know. I reported back to the odd children waiting for me at the other end of the alley. Hopefully, help um, helped dispel some of their nightmares, and I didn't even get in trouble with any of the teachers. 
I didn't have any more nightmares until I was 13 and saw Independence Day at the cinema. That's fair. Aliens are scary, man. Okay. I love Katie's Wayne World references. It was one of the movies I watched a billion times when I was a teenager. Oh my God, me too. Cracks me up. What are your guys' favorite movies? So many. I know. And I haven't really watched any recently. We've watched a few, but not really. Yeah. I have different genres and favorite movies inside those genres. Mm -hmm. Well, what's one that you watched a million times as a kid that you liked or loved? Mm, I was a big Woody Allen fan when I was younger. We had uh, PBS that was um, Mm -hmm. uh, slinging, you know, uh, awesome uh, movies and TV shows. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of Woody Allen films that they were uh, sending. So, um, yeah. So what, which one? Sleeper. Sleeper, oh, Sleeper from Woody Allen is amazing. Okay. Uh, Never seen it. Don't know yeah, it. I know he, he's uh, kind of persona non grata because I don't know what the hell. But he did. This, we're talking about his art. We're not yeah, talking exactly. about him. Um, but anyway, so, so that's a big one. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off had a big impact. That was mm-hmm. 1986. I saw that in the theater. Uh, the movie 2001. That's an amazing, amazing cinematic triumph. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I have a lot of films. Um, yeah. New ones, old ones. It, I, I don't really have a favorite, but I have favorites, things that yeah. I think are amazing. And there's certain films that, that were like pivotal at certain times or you enjoyed. Spaghetti like, Westerns, I'm a sucker. Sean I, loves Westerns. I love a spaghetti. Well, What's not all Westerns. a spaghetti Western? A spaghetti Western is, so spaghetti being Italian, mm-hmm. uh, or some people say it's Asian, but let's just, in this context, spaghetti is That's what they call Italian, it. right? Okay. Uh, there was a director. Oh, people say spaghetti is a Chinese thing? Yeah, I think noodles. There's, oh. Anyways, oh, whatever. But Who cares? In, yes. in this context, we're using Spaghetti it to, to reference Italian, Italian people. Right. Okay. Uh, in the 1960s, there was um, uh, a revival, or there there were Western films made by uh, uh, Italians, mm-hmm. and um, uh, Clint Eastwood ends up being in these, and it's amazing, right? Uh, there are other Spaghetti Westerns that are made. It's debatable, but yeah, it's amazing. They're it's fantastic because they're not filmed like traditional westerns were they were they were dark and they were um they were cinematically different just Sean fantastic. Western. i can't get behind it sergio sergio leone was uh you gotta say sim- it sergio leone yeah <laughs> <laughs> mamma mia no but he was <laughs> such a master and it really turned the uh the western uh genre on its on its head and mm. um okay. the, yeah so that was a terrible explanation. Uh, you like those films. That's all I we're asking them. is for a favorite films. Yeah. So, so the good, the bad, the ugly, um, hang them high, um, fistful of dollars. These are films that I watched a ton of as a kid. Okay. Mine are totally different. Oh, I really loved, uh, under the Tuscan sun, total chick flick would watch it a zillion times, owned it, would add as a DVD back when DVDs were thing, watched it a zillion times. Also, uh, I mean, there's so many. Now and Then. Did anybody watch that? I had it in VHS. Loved that. Also really good. I also, my brother and I watch Indiana Jones a lot. And Wayne's World a lot. Um, Did you watch classic cinema? Like Breakfast I, at Tiffany's? Yes. Okay, that's I, a wonderful film. I didn't love Breakfast at Tiffany's. Everybody, I think maybe the bar was too high and then I watched it. I was like, no, nah, it's okay. Mm. But I did love a lot. I went back through like old Disney's. I went through this whole phase where I watched like Love Bug and all of the, like... Um, but even Tom Hanks's old films, like the money pit and, uh, which the is volcano. A, what's the Joe versus the volcano. Yeah, those are very That's a fun, very strange film. In, in hindsight, you go back to some of these films. Oh, it's and weird to watch, but like, I enjoy hmm. that it's different. Yes. Um, but yeah, favorite films, things that I will always return to 
it sounds weird, but there's films that like, if they're on, I'll always watch them. One of them is Rocky uh, one through six. No, that's a dude thing. And those are terrible, terrible. Rambo one through four. I can't watch any of that. It's like people when they say they like Sling Blade or whatever the fuck that is. I'm like, Sling Blade's a great film. No, I don't think you're thinking of the same film. I don't think you've seen Sling Blade. No. Sling Blade is for the, the kid or the guy from NCIS, mm-hmm. New Orleans, mm-hmm. and he's a little kid in the mm-hmm. film. And it's just another dude action. No, no. Sling Blade is not. Sling oh, Blade is like a slow a moving one. movie. It's it's wonderful character anyway, development. I haven't watched it. Not important. Um, I just, I was like certain shows. I'm like action movies are just really not my thing. Although I do love, uh, what's the one with Mark Wahlberg? It's like Brothers or something. Four Brothers. I, I will watch that if it's on anytime. Girls love Wahlberg. I just like that film. I don't know. They're like kick-ass and I enjoy it. Um, I don't usually like that kind of a, sh- a movie, but I like that. And I always call them shows and my brother's get, brother gets mad. He's like, it's the a picture show. It's you a know. film. Well, I just say, I like that show. He's like, it's not a show. It's a movie or it's a uh, film. And I'm like, it's a show. It's just a longer show. But I like that. I will always watch, um, is it 27 Dresses or 28 Dresses, whatever that film why is. Why not 29? And then the one with... Uh, What's the, when she gets pregnant and it's Seth, it, ugh, fuck. She pregante? She's, she's pregnant. Uh, I'm gonna have to look it up. Hold on. Sorry. Uh, well, anyways, the, those are but some of the films like, that we like. I like silly films, like uh, take me out of my, right. you know, and I like crime. Spaceballs. I like crime shows. Uh, it's the girl from Grey's Anatomy, that Catherine Heigl. Oh. She's in. Oh, Knocked Up. Yes, Knocked Up. She's pregante. She's you know, and then they, they make stupid movies like Knocked Up 2. I, know. I only watched you know, the first one. Three Men and a Little Baby. Or oh, three I love Three Men and a Little Lady. That was cute. Yeah, back that was in the great. Day. Steve Gutenberg. Whatever happened to Steve Gutenberg? I don't know. Nobody you know, knows. He invented the printing press and there you go. <laughs> and That's all you got to do. we're done. Okay. One thing to be famous. Let's move on. I have this weird type of echo, echolalia where I mimic people's accents. Mm. Do we know what echolalia? I feel like we- Look it up. I, f- I know I am. Meaningless repetition of another person's spoken word as a symptom of a psychiatric disorder. That's oh. why I've heard of it. Is that what I have? Echolalia. I don't echolalia? know if I'm saying it correctly because it's not. Echolalia. Echolalia. Echolalia, I would say, I, but I, I don't know. I don't understand. I mean, phonetics. echo. So there's yeah, the root of the word. Yeah, because you're repeating. Yeah. And then lalia. <laughs> okay. Where I mimic people's accents. It's embarrassing because I don't notice I'm doing it. And sometimes people think I'm taking the piss out of their accent. Oh, yeah, like you're teasing. I have never done Canadian before, but Sean's accent has brought out my first Canadian accent. Well, I've inspired some echolalia. Hey, 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 hey. Maybe there should be a speak pipe that you could send in (gasps) so I could hear. If you want to uh, do a Canadian accent. Mm -hmm. (gasps) Mm-hmm. Thunder and the thunder rolls. We knew it could happen tonight. Okay. Uh, if you want to send in a Canadian uh, accent, man, that thunder was that really was close. Crazy. It's like right um, outside our window. Uh, feel free to send in by SpeakPipe. Uh, oh, the yeah. link is below. But uh, send in um, your your thoughts on Canadian accents. That'd yeah. be great. Not and your thoughts, your your version. Your version. Your your, your take ec- on us. Uh huh. So um, Oslon, remember we weren't sure how to say their name. Yeah. Oslon's story reminded me of when I was younger, about 11, and me and my dad were going through a rough patch of having arguments daily. I was reading one of the books from the Chronicles of Narnia at the time. Katie was right about the Christian allegories. Oslon was the lion, and he was represent he and he represented God. Ah. 
And although I wasn't especially religious, I decided to pray to Aslan that my dad could go away just for a week or two. I specified this because I've seen too many movies where people get what they wish for and then regret it. That's fair. The next day, my dad came home from work and told my mom that he had to go away on a course for two weeks. This wasn't something he'd ever had to do before. So to this day, I am convinced that Aslan is real. And I pray to Aslan whenever I want something really badly. I would too. Use it sparingly, but use it when you need to. <laughs> use it sparingly. <laughs> it says, keep up the good work. Take care. Lots of love. Tinkerbite. I enclosed a couple of pictures of funny instructions. <laughs> including the instructions for my musical washing machine. I'm excited. Remember, because huh? we talked about funny instructions. How it oh, doesn't, it's not oh, proper. Yeah, yeah. Installation. We'll put this up on the screen, but how apropos, I just uh, had to install a washing machine and dryer. Well, we were talking about this last time, how I know, but yeah, this, but this is perfect. Too. How would she have known that I did this yesterday? Well, because we talked about it on a podcast, but prior that we had funny instructions. No, but I'm saying we just, I just installed a washing machine. You're saying there's installation for, oh, yes, machine. for, that's, that's, for her musical washing machine. Yes. Release the power cord and drain hose from the securing clip at the rear of the machine. Mm. Then remove the two or four transportation screws, A, on the back, and remove the two or four flat washer rubber bungs and plastic spacer. A bunga. Rubber bung. Okay. Then this other one is a volume hair. You guys know those like bun, the Insta bun things? I forget what they called them. Volumizer? It just says volume hair base. Okay. And you put it in your pony or clip it up. It's like a bump. Like, or... Could it help me? No. I'm sorry. But it says how to use it. Gather your hair at the rape of your neck. <laughs> oh, the nape of your neck. Oh. Oh, that's an unfortunate uh, typo. I, yeah, because I mean, rubber bungs is kind of fun. But <laughs> the rape of your neck. Twist your hair into a right bun and fuck in the ends. Tuck. Fuck. Someone Are you had, kidding me? Someone had a good go. That's a translation. Spin from one some... pin in from the top and the other up from the base. Tacking care not to interlock pins. So tacking care. That's, Taking care. Yes, but tacking is how they spell it. Okay, yeah, yeah. This, this is, is good. And there's a photo of this? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to put it on the screen yeah, then. it's good. We're not making this up, people. You can't make this shit up. Okay. Do we have time for one more letter? Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. <laughs> Those are some pretty bad instructions. Yes, thank though. you, Tinkerbite, though. Those are hilarious and terrible, and I love it. And thank yeah. you for taking the time to send all that in. So we have a bunch of letters that have accumulated yes. uh, since uh, we had a lengthy um, layoff. Sabbatical? Sabbatical. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, it really took three weeks off. It'll take us a little while to get through them, do you think? Three I don't know. worth of letters. We'll get through them. We always, oh, I know. I just, I don't want people to think them. that we won't because oh, we do, no. we do uh, care for your letters and Somebody appreciate did them. say, I sent in an email a long time ago and I was like, don't you worry. We'll get to it. Also, if you hear some uh, rain. It's so nice. Yeah, it is nice. It's raining. I, I just, coming from Los Angeles, I have no idea what it is. What is that noise? It's electric. Okay. Enough. Let's get into Valentina's letter. Hey, Valentina. Hi. Good to hear from you again. And the title or the subject line reads church. I love these. These are so good. Hello and congratulations on the new house. Gracias. Did I hear something about religion in your previous podcast? I believe that I did. And I do have things to say. Prepare yourselves for a ramble by an annoyed and surprised non-religious member of the Roman Catholic Church. Oh, okay. I'm getting married in July and my fiance, Chris, for the sake of fun, here's his Lithuanian name, Krista Jonas. Maybe you'd venture to read it out loud. I did. I hope I did it. Okay. Krista Jonas. 
I think that's correct. It's one of the Jonas brothers. Mm-hmm. He's the, you know, the unsung hero. What is he? A Ukrainian? Lithuanian. He's Lithuanian, their Lithuanian brother. Jonas brother. He really wants the pretty pictures in and by the church as well as his father's admiration. He's not very religious either, by the way, but he is an eager people pleaser, which I sometimes take advantage of, but he takes advantage of my love for cooking. So I say we're even. I say you're even also. So when deciding the basic where's and when's of the wedding, I decided not to fight the church idea. And this decision in itself turned out to be a very, very bad one. Too long didn't read in advance. Wedding in a church is a is complete bollocks. In order to get married in a church, couples have to take a course. Counseling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could have told you, uh, Valentina, I'm so sorry. Like someone who's never been married. Like I, I get it in, I know, in, other relation, like, or in, in other religions, but should you really be taking counseling from some dude who's never, who's never been married? Yeah. Sounds a lot, right? How do you? Well, I mean, I kind of argue. Oh, no, that's true. As a therapist. Because you, you don't have to always have the issue. But, that's true. But I don't believe I have a problem with churches offering the counseling. Because unless they went to school for it, shut the fuck up. You can counsel about like religious stuff like, oh, you should pray and do 25 Hail Marys or whatever the fuck people do. 26, I say. Sure. But you can counsel about that or read this or do that. You know, this book is helpful. You can do that kind of shit. But don't try to. Marriage counseling. Yeah. But I also get it because we did go to that one. They believe in the tenets of blood. But we went to that one wedding. Where I thought, hey, this is kind of an updated Catholic wedding. Remember, your friend was getting hitched, and we went and we we were witnesses. So we went to the uh, early ceremony or whatever. It was in the Palisades. Oh, it was Elise. Yeah. You're right. And that was kind of fun. I did not want to go, by the way. I was like, oh, my God. Sean hates the long I did my time. Wedding. I did my time. I don't need to go back you to gotta church. you got to go to people. you got to show up for people. I know. How so many we times went. I have to tell you? we got to show up. And i got to be honest. Up. I had a good time. The priest was funny. May have been drinking. I suspect he may have had a couple of... I think no. he's just a fun-loving guy. There can be fun-loving pastors and preachers. I yeah. don't think he was the, drunk. What else are they going to do with their time? Okay. Okay. We're moving on. So in order to get married in a church, couples have to take a course prepared by the church people. Oh, and it costs a lot. There's the rub. There's the smudgeness. And you can't opt out of it. Hmm. And you pay in advance. And I doubt there's a refund available for unhappy customers. But you're in luck. We have a payment program. We can break into six easy payments of only uh, $600 of payment. And Uh, uh, so $3,600, you get to learn how to be married by a person who's never Even if it's a thousand, that's crazy. Because weddings Mm. are already, sometimes I just get frustrated with things when I feel like they're taking advantage of a situation. Everyone else has got their hands in your pocket. Why not us, the church? We should. And to quote Wayne's World, it sucks. Well, it sucks. It's the suck cut. If you haven't seen that, it's a hair cutting, sucking device. Okay. During the course, you have to pray and talk about God and about the church and about your relationship as a couple. This part, I don't mind. And there was a mandatory couples weekend, which due to the pandemic was held Sounds on Zoom nice. and killed the entire weekend since both days. It lasted from 10, what? 10 to 10. You 10 a.m. to 10 p.m.? Wait, because, oh, they're not living together. Because I would be living in sin, so they had to zoom together for two. For the I don't whole think weekend. that's what it is. It's a couple's weekend, so I think it was like a mandatory. I think it was a thing, like a workshop or a whatever. Wait, you're on Zoom with for the twelve priest hours for twelve hours. So I feel like the church is making us suffer before we get um, to the heaven that is getting married. I'm actually dreading the ceremony. Each class of the course has a topic, and the first ones were fine. I even enjoyed them and thought that they were really helpful. Couples had to discuss, oh, so they're with a lot other couples. Couples had to discuss all the essential topics, like how to fight, how to make up in a healthy manner, how to help each other and figure out each other's needs, etc. But the last two classes, 
even made Chris reconsider if he wanted to please his dad that badly. Right? I'm already exhausted. Oh, yeah. For you. If I saw the schedule, I'd be like, I'm skipping that class. I'm skipping that class. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious to hear your opinion on how far you think the church can or should go. Below is a short summary of those weird classes. Okay. Is it like sex stuff, maybe? Do they get into sex life or stay tuned next week when we tell you which no <laughs> or is it like weird traditional stuff like you should have food ready for your man when he comes i mean what do we think are Sean? we equally yoked <laughs> i love when you use a religious chitter chatter in the wrong way it's amazing that's we already discussed this if you're equally yoked it means you both lift bro oh leg day bro yeah. um okay so let's see what what we got here okay class from hell number one the act of love. You can't say H-E double hockey sticks. Oh my way. God. The this is sex. This is hilarious. Class one is sex? All right. No, class from hell number one. So there's the last two classes that her, her and her fiance were like, oh my God. Oh, okay. Okay. The act of love. Homework for this class is to listen to a priest explain sex and tell people it's okay to partake in it and that God blesses this sacred activity. Sounds like the priest is uh... Catholic priests, however, are supposed to abstain from this. Class from hell number two, how to naturally plan a family. Oh, because they're not, they're against uh, birth oh, control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hence so... why Catholic families are so large. Because you can't count properly and nobody pays attention and they didn't have ovulation stick back in the day. Okay, let's just move on from well, here. Well, because the, the counting your days does not work. That's why Catholic families are so large. They don't have birth control or they don't believe in birth control. No, it's because you have a farm and you need a lot of farm workers. It's no. completely different. No, I don't agree. There's a smudgeness. Okay. Homework for this class was a listen to a lady in her 40s ramble for two hours about how the church does not approve of contraception. Or the phenomenon when people just keep having children until their baby creating parts eventually just stop yeah. working. And her uterus fell out. She's done. <laughs> and move on to the next one. According to the lady, the church does not approve of contraception because by using contraception, one tries to show that he or she is the master of his or her body. I know, what the fork. The lady also advertised a textbook and a workbook about how to naturally plan a family. She also explained the process, which involves one thing the man has to do and lots of disgusting and or time consuming things that the woman has to do. Needless to say, I will not be buying the above, <laughs> above mentioned literature. I'd I would just as a joke. I'd be like, oh, I'd my much God. rather get a collection of Harry Potter books or something. Oh, my God. That reminds me. Yeah. So we had I think I might have told this story. So I don't know. I just I'm like, do I have new stories? Nobody knows. But back in college, I took this summer course at Pepperdine. And so I stayed through the summer and had a whole different slew of roommates. Hence, Elise, the wedding we went to, she was my roommate then, as well as Jennifer, who came to the wedding, remember, with her boyfriend, mm -hmm. but now her husband. Um, I met them through summer school. And summer school is a fun time to be on a campus because it's like a quarter of the kids are there. Right, right. And you only have class for like two days a week. And they're longer classes, but you get to bust out some hard courses and it's not that stressful because you don't have every other thing going on. So there were four of us in our suite. Myself, Elise, Jennifer, all got along. And then the pinky. this one other straggler, and I forget her name, I think it was Haley. Haley was super, super Christian, like Christian to the max. And she, she started dating this guy who I'm sure she married because I think that's just, it was the only option. They they'd, they'd, well, they'd already kissed. Uh -huh. And she 
was just like so tickled to be dating someone. And she'd be like, I'm just so excited to call someone my boyfriend. And we were like, have you never had a boy? No, I wasn't allowed. And it's my first boyfriend. And then she was like, we've kissed 22 times. And I held his hand. And we were like, we're 21. Like, what's happening to you? It was weird. I think she was, I think we were 20. She was 20. Keeping track of kisses. Nothing wrong with, uh, by the way, waiting or whatever no. in your life. It, like, it was uh, just, you know, and not, not she getting... was very immature in the way she talked about it. Right. And it was just, she was in a different space in her life than we were. And no, no judgment. But the thing that cracked me up, this made me think of it as the book. So Elise was like, yeah, she has this book in our room that she like reads every night. And we were like, what? Lady Chatterley's it, Love Letters. No, it was like... Um, Fifty Shades of... No, nothing exciting like that. No. It was like rules for a Christian lady. Okay? So we got drunk one night, mm-hmm. as one does when you're in college, and read this book. We read excerpts. And it was like ironing your man's underwear and having things ready for him when he comes home. Katie, and why don't you iron my underwear? <laughs> I folded them the other day. You, you should be grateful. I know. Um, Looks like you've been getting the... I've been leaving these books around the I've house. I've been reading so. these old books from like the 40s. You guys... We had such a giggle and then we kind of felt bad because we were like, oh, we don't want to make, we didn't, she didn't know we did this, by the way. We never said shit about fuck to her. We just, eyes, eyes down, just do the thing. She's doing her thing. We're doing our thing. It was only a couple months. But anyway, that book, if I could remember the name of it, I would purchase it so that we could read it because it's that ridiculous. Antiquated, a little yeah. odd. It was like uh, at 5 p.m. It was like your day. Like, and you should always be excited to see your husband. And it was so weird. I was like, did I like go back in time? You can shut up. I tell you what, you're lucky I fold your underwear a day. I'm going to go dump them all on the floor (laughs) right now. You guys, this book was so crazy. I was like, wow, what a time warp. Anyway. Do you know why it's raining and thunder outside? God is mad at you right now, Katie. No, he's, uh, we're getting the Jesus shower, Jesus car wash. Oh, Okay. Anyways, that's what that reminds me of. So she said, I'd, I'm not, I will not be buying that literature. I'd much rather get a collection of Harry Potter books or something. Samesies. Maybe this is due to lack of education, but I always believe that the church is supposed to take care of the spiritual stuff. Agreed. Yeah, stay out of, stay out of my bedroom, stay out yeah. of my personal life. Like yeah. maybe give me some moral compass or something. But like, like guidance if I ask start for it. Overstepping your boundaries. Yeah. That's when Here's I look how at religion, you plan for like, a family. Yeah. What if you don't want kids? The priest is like, do you have any pictures? I'll tell you if you're doing it right or wrong. Right. You're do you like, have any pictures? He's never done it. So what are you fucking teaching this class for, you weirdo? Okay. Um, thus, leaving the subject's knickers out of the question. I do concur. Apparently, I was deeply wrong and am now deeply offended. Dear church, keep your business out of my business. Thank you very much. The end. And this is one of the reasons why uh, people stopped going to the church. They just felt it. It was it's rather too oppressive. Controlling, too much. Know? Yeah. Um, it served its purpose in the past and maybe it'll serve its purpose again in the future. But in a lot of ways, I think they've overstepped their boundaries. Well, and I don't think, I think, I don't think that there's enough acceptance of like change. Like churches can change. Like yeah. you can believe something one day and then not the next. You know what I mean? Like, okay, over 20 years, things have shifted. Maybe we should have more modern conversations about sex or, or not, or where religion is in people's lives and how it's applicable to them or not. Right. Right. Yeah. I think I religions know. ever should be, if they were smart, 
just to, you know, if you're running a religious organization, yeah. what we're going to do with our religious organization, guys, actually, is we're going to, uh, every five years, we're going to gather, uh, we'll call it the, uh, the, the, the gathering of the... Uh, no, what's the name that from Flintstones? The uh, Moose the, Lodge? The, the Water the, Buffalo Lodge? Yes, we'll have, it'll be the Water Buffalo Weekend. Right, the Water Buffalo Weekend. We are all going to gather. We'll wear our mm -hmm. funny uh, religious costume, whatever mm -hmm. that is, a well, smock. No, you need like a, a little moose ear hat. Yeah, uh, <laughs> moose, mm -hmm. moose antlers, that's right, mm -hmm. uh, the Canadian religion that we are. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. we are going to look at our rule book and say, hey, guys, is, is any of this antiquated? Should we maybe, you know, get hip and, you know, adopt a new song, a new jingle or uh, new TikTok? rules? Yeah, yeah. Where are we uh, presenting? Where are we mm. proselytizing? Mm. Are we doing it on TikTok? What, what's the new thing? I think that's the new thing right yeah. now. Yep, mm -hmm. yep, yep. Mm -hmm. I hear you. Okay, Valentina says thanks. Have a great week. <laughs> Thank you, Valentina. Thanks, Valentina. Sorry for jumping in your story all over the place there, but uh, it got me thinking a little bit, and I, I appreciate that. Yeah, it, it's and, and that, I think that's why people ha have left religion in a lot of ways. They just feel like it shouldn't be in my business. Like, well, maybe yeah. help me be a better person, but don't. Don't overstep. Well, and why, I mean, honestly, anybody who's super into Catholicism. Nothing wrong with it, by the way, if you guys are into things that are religious. No. I do enjoy each, the fact that we have a discussion going. Obviously, you know where we stand. To each their own. Our opinions don't matter. That's why this is called opinions don't matter. But if someone is really into Catholicism. God can, is really angry. You, it is thunder and lightning outside. We just it going to be thunder. They said it on the news. Very, very frightening. C can someone explain why... If you're in support of this, I would love an email because, again, it's a conversation. Why why do they think that they that the priest would need to talk to fiancés, people who are engaged about sex? Like, why? It's a little strange, right? What's the reasoning behind that? Because the church wants you to have a lot of babies so that they can collect more money. So that there's human capital well, down the road. that's your thoughts. And I'm curious if someone is an active Catholic. Right. What do, what are they told or what do they know or what oh. do they think? You know, like, is there a reason? Cause maybe there's something we're missing where they're like, no, you know, we're taught that to like abstain. So then they want to make sure people know it's okay. Once you're married. I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure if you were taught to abstain, no sex before marriage, then after you're married, you have sex. Can you imagine if you, you, uh, you know about the dead sea scrolls, right? Like mm -hmm. how they, they keep finding new, uh, documents or, the Dead Sea Scrolls were discovered and they were, they believe, lost uh, documents from around the time of the Bible. I don't Bible even know anything written. about that. I mean, I've heard of them. Right, but. and so then they use uh, advanced tools now to look at these uh, parchments to read them. And I feel like we should be reading from a thriller or something. Right. And then the night got dark. But okay. can you imagine if uh, they found some paperwork from that time? Because there's, apparently there's a ton of different stories that go along with the Bible. They just kind of cherry pick the ones they wanted of course, of course. for this particular. Also, it's like fables. It's things people told. Some of them are fables. Like, St. Francis of Assisi and whatnot. Yeah, to like teach. It's like a, what yeah, do they call basic them? Basic instructions before yeah. leaving earth, the Bible, right? But uh, oh, I forgot where I was going with it. What if they come across some... Oh, what if they came across, like, there's the Kama Sutra of the Bible. You know, like the Christians fun? doing some kinky stuff, like, yeah, like they're the... holding hands before they got married. You're like, oh, 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 oh. You know? yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean... It's just missionary. The whole porn <laughs> is missionary. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, but it, okay, it's, it's just funny because if... Well, I guess the Catholic Church doesn't even believe in divorce. You have to get annulled. Right, Didn't you have yeah. like an aunt or uncle or someone in your family got a, their marriage annulled after like 25 years? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I, I, think I don't. It's just a, I'm like, shut the front door. Again, you know, whatever. 
I know. But I was just thinking that like, if you get your marriage annulled, then you've already had sex. So technically sex before marriage, like then what? No sex till you get married again? Just like you go on these sabbaticals? Is that Resealed. Unseal. Resealed. <laughs> Reshun. No shun. Reshun. Okay. Uh, I think we're going to explode. So we're yeah, going <laughs> to. Somebody's angered their gods. I don't know if, is that a boat going by with animals on it? What? I knew it was supposed to. It was supposed to do this. It said fifty percent, and coming towards seven o'clock at night, it was supposed to get to like eighty percent. So oh. it said thunder and lightning. So it's not God being no. angry there. I mean, the weatherman predicted Someone it. Someone predicted it. If the weatherman can predict God, then maybe. Who is this prophet <gasps> you speak of? Johnny Mountains from ABC. I'm News? not superstitious. I'm a little stitious. <laughs> okay, but, let's get out of here, Katie. Okay. Thank um, you guys for. We're back. Welcome well, back, welcome back. Welcome we're back in a temporary back. spot yes. and it's going to get better. Uh, again, we have the Discord uh, community that's coming. Yes, um, it's coming. Get ready. We'll have moderators in there. If you want to jump in, we'll talk to you about it. Uh, it's going to be fun. Lots of fun or else. Super fun. Or we take it away. Yeah. It's like your mom giving you a new toy. But if you misuse it, we take it away. Yeah, I know. It'll, um, be, it'll be cool. But yeah, um, hopefully we'll be able to get some furniture that can work for us. Yeah. And we won't have the zebra stripes No, we'll be in another us. room. Um, uh, yeah, what, I think that was a, supposed to be the formal dining room, but who does that? Yeah. Uh, cool. Okay. Cool. That's it for now. Wait for further instructions. Um, <laughs> but we please. will be following the comet and we'll all have cool hairstyles. Mm. Uh, but feel free to, even if you're catching up with these episodes and you're listening to this like a month in the future, in the future. You can send in your letters of whatever. Yeah, you want to tell us a bicycle story? Tell us a bicycle story. You want to tell us your name, origin story? Send it in. Sibling stories? Yes. Or for now, this week, request is, if you have an idea for a funny religion, send us your ideas. Whoa. If you've made it this far in the podcast. I think the power might go out. Uh, I would just ask that you jump on to uh, Apple. Mm -hmm. podcast and leave a, leave a review. It helps us out tremendously. And even if it's a terrible review, you know, that's uh we're okay with that. Bad press is still good press. You know opinions, what I'm saying? Opinions don't matter. So if you were thinking 10 stars, just give us five and we're good. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Five out of 10 is pretty good. 50%. <laughs> okay. Right, have a wonderful it. week. We'll see you next week and we'll try and do better. Okay. That bye. Is all. Bye.